0: Okay, that actually worked. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Give them a a sneak peek as to our our difficulty sometimes. (laughs) Um, It can be. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, How do you do, everybody? This is the Lost Hero Games podcast coming back at you once again after the big old cluster truck that is E3, a positive cluster truck if if you ask me. Um, We're back with another episode. Um, And we're back with a couple of cool dudes here to talk about some games and some post-E3 shenanigans. Uh, Of course, you already know, or I hope you already know. Hopefully, you've heard the show before. Um, I'm Emmett Watkins Jr. Um, I'm also joined here by Al, which you probably already know if you've heard an episode of this. What's up, Al?
1: What is up, PlayStation Stan?
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed. The PlayStation Stan coming back at you. Wow, that's Man, I feel like I'm like one of those morning radio talk show hosts. Uh, but I, I feel like I've been channeling that energy without acknowledging it for a minute. Um, so, yes, PlayStation Stan is here. Alan Mir is here. We're also joined by Graydon Webb. What's up, Graydon?
2: Hi, I'm back. I hope y'all missed me.
1: It's Graydon, the contrarian American. The contrarian I
2: love that American. name. I
0: like I'm so that a lot. so proud too. to be that. <laughs> He's proud to be a contrarian American. Not that at <laughs> didn't work as well as I thought it would. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, speaking of poorly thought out songs, nah, there's no segue there at all. Um, E3 just happened uh, this whole past week that we just wrapped up. Um, it, it's been E3 season. And, you know, all the press conferences happened, a whole bunch of game demos were shown, a whole bunch of trailers. Um, surprisingly, a whole bunch of, hey, you can try this free demo now at home. Um, a lot of crazy stuff like that has been going on. There's a lot to talk about today. And this whole episode is pretty much just dedicated to, I guess, the aftermath of E3. Um, So if you guys heard the episode before this, we went through our E3 predictions, what we thought would happen at all of the press conferences, and some thoughts on just general things that would happen at the show. Um, And we're here to not only go over just our predictions, but we're going to go ahead and talk about some of the stuff that got announced. And we're pretty much going to go in chronological order um there's one exception with some of the indie stuff i just clustered that together despite them happening on different days but we're going to go ahead and start from the beginning of the weekend so way back last week saturday june 8th uh ea had their ea play event um not technically an e3 press conference because if you watch the live stream it was not much of a press conference at all It, (laughs) it felt it felt kind of like um if you watch the kids choice awards and they have to like kill 50 30 minutes at the beginning and they just talk to random celebrities on the carpet that's but what there it felt was a like a lot
2: less dj khaled in the <laughs> show
0: that's true a lot less dj khaled it's wild that <laughs> dj khaled hosted the kids choice awards last year that's <laughs> fucking crazy oh man i'm never gonna get over that um <laughs> he
2: only did it though to promote his stupid album that that's like true. it's all it was is one big dumb promotion
0: yeah man i i've fucking entertainment is crazy how the Um,
2: mighty have fallen
0: exactly speaking of fallen fallen, damn that was perfect (laughs) holy shit So, um, just to give you guys a quick rundown of everything that was announced, uh, the main one we're probably going to have things to say about is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, They finally showed gameplay of this game. This is, of course, Respawn's new Star Wars game that's coming out this fall. Um, They showed some gameplay of that, and we'll be talking about that pretty soon. But just to give a full rundown, um, they also gave a little bit of details on Apex Legends Season 2. They gave us uh, info on Watson, a new hero that's coming to that game. and. Kind of detailed some new changes they're making in Battle Pass Season 2 that's going to make for a much more interesting and more fulfilling Battle Pass. Um, Battlefield 5 is getting some new maps, and we're, probably, and we're also getting a Metro remake uh, for people who like that map from Battlefield 4. That map is coming back in some form this fall. Um, of course, all those maps are going to be free. Uh, FIFA got some new stuff. Madden got some new stuff. Um, I I, I personally don't care too much about Madden or FIFA, um, but if you guys do, then I'm sure you know that (laughs) there is stuff that they announced there. Um, So go ahead and check that out. Um, And Sims 4 has an Island Living expansion that is coming out soon. Um, so that's cool if you want to act like you're on loss with your Sims, uh, in Sims 4 specifically. And so yeah, that's pretty much everything that they talked about and showed. Anthem was there as well talking about some of the DLC that they have coming up, but they weren't necessarily featured at the front of the live stream. Because <laughs> um, nobody
2: would have come.
0: <laughs> well, peop I don't think people would have like, oh, Anthem's gonna be there. I'm deleting my ticket. <laughs> like <laughs> It's less that people would be like, oh, fuck that. They'd just be more like, why are they here? I don't care. I stopped playing that game. But (laughs) it's good to see that, you know, there was some stuff there. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much everything. So, what do uh, you have to say? Speaking
1: of Anthem, when I was going to cancel my EA Access Premiere account (laughs) or subscription.
0: (laughs) Didn't you you get that for Anthem?
1: No, I uh, got it just because there were certain games I wanted it to play, like crisis Cry- 2 and 3.
0: Oh yeah, good call. Yeah.
1: It's I got it was just a random pop-up a random thing that was just on the uh on the the like the the, the bar of at origin saying that you you've been invited to play the BTS of Anthem. Oh.
2: <laughs> and that <laughs> okay. made you unsubscribe harder.
1: I I did I just looked at it and I'm like, "What?" Okay, never mind. I'm just <laughs>
0: <laughs> no reason for me to be in this it's like
2: you're (laughs) you're you're, are you sure you want to leave and he's like yes (laughs) that's why
0: (laughs) oh man i have a feeling i have a feeling anthem's gonna be i I have a feeling that's gonna get a little bit of redemption arc and it's gonna be like on playstation plus and games for gold in a year i have a feeling that's coming
2: well i was just looking through the e3 sale like on xbox and i was like what what if this came to game pass like would people play it if they brought it there can they even do that because Game Pass kind of competes with EA Access?
0: I mean, I don't think it would be on there just just for that reason it competes with EA Access and then with the PC games pass now. Like there's no way that could be a thing in my head. Okay. But um but that I play it if it did end up on that service.
2: Me too. I feel bad yeah. cuz like my dad bought it day 1 and he's like once I told him that it was bricking PlayStation's and the player base was like non-existent, he's like wonder how much i could get a gamestop for it and it was like the first week and then he went there the other day because he kept putting it on the back burner he's like you know how much they'll give me eight bucks
0: oh, oh damn
2: <laughs> it's like oh that thing is just gonna become a relic like save, save anthem as the worst game of all time and just put it on your shelf
0: <laughs> oh man oh. Well, such is life. But, um, but I will say though, um, b- before we get to the probably the biggest thing of EA play, the thing we probably have most to say about, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, a live service game that I actually really do enjoy. Uh, I-, I do enjoy Battlefield Five, but you know I'm not like the biggest fan of that. Um, that's more of just something I like despite itself in a lot of ways. <laughs> but I'm really digging what they showed for Apex Legends. Um, that that Watson, the new character, she's kind of like a she's a more defensive character. She can put up little lightning gates to keep people up, to keep people at bay, um, and she has this new what was it? She has this item she can drop down that kind of just regenerates people's shields, much like uh, like Lifeline can regenerate your health. This character can regenerate your shields, and and it also kind of serves as a uh, tactical. Uh, it destroys equipment that's thrown at you. So if people are throwing a lot of grenades, a lot of, you know, arc stars, just shoot them right out of the air. Um, So I'm really excited to see her character. And plus, like, the the animation they have for her hands when she's putting down these lightning tethers, it's like the most endearing hand animations. Like, Oh, man. I, I don't know how to explain it. You gotta, like, look at it. But, like, when I saw her, like, moving her hands, and, like, she placed one down, and then she'll do, like, a little, like, one of those dainty little claps, and I'm like, oh, my God! She's so cute! <laughs> oh, man. So I got hype off of that. I, I mean, Apex is still a great game. I was playing, I, I've gotten into that in the last week. Um, Gotten back into Apex Legends in the last week, so that game's gonna be great, and I'm excited for another, for another, you know, good battle pass, but Let's get, unless y'all have something to say about Madden or FIFA or uh Sims, Who? then we can get into the big daddy of them all when it comes to EA Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So, what'd y'all think about this gameplay?
1: Well, well if you got, if you know if you either of you notice what I said in the chat, I said I'm giving this game a 15 out of five.
0: <laughs> really, it I, I remember you liked it, but I didn't remember that much hyperbole on it. Um, so you nope. were digging it that much. I'm
1: just that demo just sold me on everything. Huh.
0: Really? Also, the
1: fact the fact that it's gonna give us more of Saw Gerrera that we didn't see in uh, in uh, Rogue... Rogue One. Yeah,
0: and ball. Clone
2: Wars, and
1: was he in Rebels? He he had one, there. He was only on I think one episode of Rebels. Okay, but he was he was established on Clone Wars, appeared in Rogue One, then reappeared in Rebels. Now he's going to appear in this, which is sort of like the when it comes to Clone Wars, Rebels, and Rogue One, or and um, Rebels. This is like right after Clone Wars.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, he's definitely back in this one. I I don't know what exactly they're going to like do with him, but uh, I, I mean, I'm excited to see him back. Rogue One is like. I've seen all of the mainline Star Wars movies. Rogue One is the one like side story I've seen since I haven't checked out Solo yet. Um, Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies out of the whole, just all of them. So I'm interested to see what they'll do. And Forrest Whitaker is actually reprising his role. So this isn't just, you know, some voice. They actually got the man himself. So Good I didn't know that. if
2: he was going to. That was going to be my next
1: question.
0: Oh yeah, that that's him. All right. That right, they okay. al- they've already confirmed that. Um, also,
1: it had his like- likeness too. So. Yeah,
0: it's it's his face in the game. So yeah, it'd be weird if they got his likeness but not him to voice him. <laughs> That'd be kind of strange. Um, but yeah, that I'm very excited for that. I'm I gotta be honest. I'm not. I think the game looks great, and I'm probably going to play it. I, I, I'm looking forward to playing it. But it looks so much more like Dark Souls than I was expecting. Because um, when they were talking about it, they were like. They refused to use the Dark Souls comparison exactly. So what I was thinking is that it was going to look a little bit more like a, like God of War, uh, where that's that's kind of Dark Souls-y as well. But this gameplay that they showed for Fallen Order, like straight up from the perspective of the camera, from the locking on circles on the characters to the health bars right above a lot of the characters, like it looked a whole lot like Dark Souls, which I was like, oh, man. I don't know how – it's not that it turned me off. It just took me aback. And right now, what, what I keep hearing is that people, even from people who looked at the gameplay and had that same hesitation that I'm having, a lot of those people, after they actually get their hands on it, they're saying they love it. And they're saying the gameplay is, like, fantastic and some of the options that I've heard about. Like, where you can, you know, you're using the Force as well. So using the Force to, like, slow down time, grab a Stormtrooper, and just, like, place him in front of the bullet that he just shot. Like, all stuff like that sounds really cool. But I'm just, like, I don't know. Just the gameplay itself, it seemed so, uh, it seemed familiar in a way that I wasn't expecting, where it it looked straight up one for one like a Dark Souls-like. Um, Which, once again, isn't a bad thing. It's just something I didn't expect. And I honestly want to, I I don't know if I'm going to be in there for day one for for like a $60 purchase. Um, Just for the fact that, I I don't know, these aren't typically the types of games I go for. Um, The only other game that's interested me, the only game that has ever interested me in this type of genre is The Surge, which I'm actually thinking about playing sometime soon. Um, I actually put that on my PS4 not too long ago. Um, and the sequel's coming out this fall. But yeah, I, I just don't really go for games like that. So it's not that I think I wouldn't like it. I mean, they've kind of they got to dumb it down a little bit because this is Star Wars, and this is going to be enjoyed by a wider audience. And plus, they have a lot of the traversal stuff in there that uh, Respawn's known for. But that's just the main thing. It is. It looks so much like Dark Souls that I'm concerned that I I, I just don't know if I would like it as much because it's just not the combat I'm used to um but i i just need to get my hands on it first i i don't want to get a judgment on it too too quickly um i just need to get hands on but i think it's gonna be a good game nonetheless i'm just more concerned about if it's a game that i'm gonna like um i don't know i, I don't know great do you have any uh opinion on the gameplay
2: i didn't i guess i didn't see as much of the gameplay i thought i saw the whole demo but all I can really think of is the trailer that we saw at the Xbox conference. Um yeah,
3: uh, yeah. So yeah.
2: I don't know if I like focused very much on the gameplay, like the the initial stuff of like the just when he jumps on top of him, s- runs him through, throws his or holds that that blaster bolt in the air with the force. Like <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't getting like a Dark Souls type feel. I was I was mainly focusing on like traversal was like really just like your standard uncharted type third person like moving around scaling things and but then wall runs and i just uh, thought that that looked really cool to me like the adventure aspect rather than the combat
3: yeah
2: but um but i don't know i'm not like it, if you say dark souls i get terrified cuz i i <laughs> hate that that style and i really do not want it to be like that but um but I don't know. Well, I wasn't really getting that feel, so I'm not totally sure.
0: Well, they they have come out and said that it's not going to be as hard as Dark Souls, <laughs> which which okay, makes good. me a lot. It makes me happy that it's not going to be quite as difficult. Because like like I said, this is Star Wars. If they made a super hard Star Wars game, it wouldn't sell millions that they needed to, right. or that they're expecting it to. So um, I, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be you know not that bad, but. That, that's just the thing. Like, I'm just not used to that style of melee combat. Um, I, I'm the type of guy who played, like, what? Maybe two hours of Bloodborne and then put it down because I couldn't progress that much. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. I, I'm sure the, like, I, I keep saying this as a big caveat. I'm sure the game's going to be good. I just hesitate because <laughs> that trailer that they showed during the Xbox conference, it looked super impressive. If you just saw that trailer. That is probably the most exciting that game's going to look. The demo mm-hmm. that they showed off, the demo, the, it, the demo looks straight up like the game, like it, it, like with all the downtime included, with all the there wasn't any jank or anything. It it was just straight up the game, and it didn't look quite as fast paced and crazy as we might be accustomed to from something like uh, Force Unleashed. It, it is way more deliberate. It is a lot more um, like. A lot more mechanical, a lot more methodical. Yeah. So, yeah. Once again, don't think it's bad. I just fear that's not what I'm going to dig um, from a game like that. But hey, oh, yeah. Uh, and, I mean,
2: yeah. arguably, it could make it better. I mean, you have a lot of people that love the Dark Souls. That, like, I want to say engine, <laughs> but like, yeah. it's just just that that style. Those
0: mechanics, yeah, yeah. The
2: mechanics, and they don't scare people away, and they think that things work out because well. There was some game that was really recent that turned out to have that kind of combat and it is completely out of my
0: mind right now. Is it <laughs> the Surge that I just brought up?
2: No, it was like recent months like like something this year. I could have sworn people were like comparing it to Souls. Um I have no idea though. But like it was kind of Sekiro? That was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And it wasn't, um, I I don't know. It's just like people that not, that was a bad game and a lot of people loved it. So, I mean, like it could, it, it could go in that direction and people could still think that it's a really great star Wars game, which at the end of the day, I want it to be a good star Wars game. Like, even if it doesn't end up being for me, I just want that. I want it to be proven that not proven because I personally love battlefront, but I want like. People to see that e a can make a good Star Wars game and then have them continue on doing good stuff with that yeah. franchise
0: and maybe Bioware gets a shot at a old Republic three
2: yeah, maybe just maybe yeah,
0: maybe <laughs> I've heard that they they cried and wanted that a long time ago, so you know hopefully if this if this one shows some positive earnings, then we can only imagine that Bioware will well, get their chance at that.
2: they are getting a movie, right. Didn't that just get confirmed?
0: The Old Republic movie?
2: I thought there was a. They said that there was a or a show.
0: Something's in the works. Or maybe something's getting. It, there might be something on like Disney Plus or something that I don't know about.
2: Okay, something, so, something, vamp for me. I have yeah. to figure this, I have to figure <laughs> this out because there was recently the news. Old Republic movie.
0: I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, speaking of the Old Republic, just here's actually a little side note. So website Fanatical, they sell Steam keys. They had a sale on the Old Republic stuff, uh, and they had a bundle with the first two games on PC. And I think it was like 250 and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm buying that. So I snagged that. Now I own both those games on Steam. Um, don't know if I'll ever play them.
2: <laughs> I've always wanted to play them. Hey, here yeah. it is. A report in Buzzfeed News. This is from Polygon, but I know I saw it on IGN too, and a couple other things. A Star mm-hmm. Wars movie based on classic Lucasarts role-playing game Knights of the Old Republic is currently in development. Huh. So if they had some kind of movie going on, they could do some kind of game, like just give it to them, give them something, make some kind of <laughs> make some kind of tie in. Yeah. But I, I just want to see them succeed, because you know yeah. Star Wars doesn't win enough.
0: <laughs> well <laughs> star wars games don't win enough <laughs> right i feel like star Wars. i feel like star wars bad navage is about even but games is about under even so yeah well, i'm hoping they get a at, win too
2: you look at like the recent trilogy you not you're not getting a bunch of people loving it so yeah. i don't know i feel like it's in the decline and they're trying to grasp to relevance in some ways like making yeah. the new show and stuff but I mean, they're, they're doing fine overall.
0: Eh, I feel Star Wars is always going to be massive, but the issue is that the the more Star Wars tries to be its own thing instead of being the original three movies, the more people tend to dislike it. Right. So it's a, it's just like their fine line of like, I, I don't think, because with a lot of these franchises that last all these years, they figure out, okay, these are the things that we can't touch, and these are the parts of this that we can update and change and make better right. um i don't think pe- i don't think anyone has figured out what the parts what parts of star wars cannot be touched like i, I don't think people have figured out what those are yet yeah and, well because uh, it's yeah
2: it's it's like a gen and i don't mean to get on a big star wars tangent here <laughs> but yeah. like you it's like become such a big thing for years in that it's a it's like generational now like you're getting you're at a point where you're getting Are you getting to the point where it's similar to politics and stuff and you're like, oh, the old people, they'll die out and then our views will change. And it's stuff like (laughs) you've got you've got my dad, who's a diehard of the original trilogy. You've got me who's a diehard of Revenge of the Sith. And you've got my sister who loves Ray. Like Mm -hmm. you just with generation and none of us would say our trilogies are bad. It's Mm -hmm. just like everybody's it's just going to continue to evolve and ultimately you're going to have a franchise that was always awesome and bringing people in. You just get the naysayers that are generally the older audience that are the original trilogy stands. (laughs) And like, you're just, yeah, it's just, it's interesting to see a franchise. It's one of like the oldest franchises in entertainment that we have. Yeah. And you're seeing it evolve over time. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It's, uh, and it's the same reason why I don't think you know. In many years, will I get to see the the what Captain Marvel Captain Marvel and Valkyrie ship that I'm hoping happens? <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'll I don't think I'll see that you know before my kids become adults. But give <laughs> give it a couple more years and we'll get there. So um, oh, so I'm yeah, sorry, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I'm not crying about it. <laughs> If I need a lesbian power couple, I got I got a lot of places I could go to. So it's no problem.
2: Fanfiction.net.
0: Yeah. Or Here I come. Wattpad. As soon as I get around to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm playing Cassandra and I'm sleeping with all the women. Like, that's just how I do every game. So it's fine. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's Star Wars. That's uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, still interested. Still looking forward to it. Seems like a lot of us are still you know interested in the game. Um, but hey, we'll we'll see what happens this November, and I'm I'm a big respawn fan just for Titanfall alone, so I hope this one ends up being a winner for them. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much all of the EA stuff. So from there, we're gonna go on to the next conference that happened after that, and that is the next morning uh, with the Xbox conference. Now, this Xbox conference is a big, 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 big deal. Now. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and blow through everything. Now, some people, I will say, it's kind of weird. Some people had issues with this conference. Um, I thought it was a pretty good conference. I thought it was a, you know, pretty great conference actually. I but, had some um, issues. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll talk about those issues in just a moment. So, um, yeah.
1: I had issues too
0: <laughs> with the Xbox conference. Yeah, the, yeah. As much <laughs> as much,
1: I am the I am the Xbox stalwart. But yeah. I did have some issues.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a chance to air those grievances in just a moment. So we're gonna give a quick rundown of everything from the Xbox conference. Now this is a way bigger conference than EA, so I might not do every single thing, but we're gonna go ahead and skip. Sixty through. games. Yeah, see si- oh. <laughs> sixty games. Maybe not I- I'm probably not gonna talk about sixty games, but let's go <laughs> ahead and run down what went on. So um, of course they they uh, doubled down on their support for PC gaming. Um, They went ahead. They already announced that Game Pass was coming to PC before the show, but on stage they went ahead and said that it's going to be rolled into Game Pass Ultimate, which is of course their $15 subscription for Game Pass on Xbox, Game Pass on PC, and Xbox Live. So that's coming with over 100 games in the library on PC. I went ahead and dragged myself into that PC. Um, Game Pass subscription, and I've been using it a little bit myself, which I'll talk about. Um, Can I and... quickly just
1: interject with something that I, I noticed when I switched to Game Pass Ultimate?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. What's up?
1: Okay, I had I, I was basically stacked up. Just, I says my membership was stacked up, and it was set <laughs> to expire on in like two years. Oh, okay. And with it, like, and it carried over. So
2: it upgrades. I was like. I didn't want to talk about this until like the end, but oh my God, <laughs> it, ultimate it game pass on. was my favorite fucking announcement of E3. And I will stand by that.
0: <laughs> well, I will say one caveat. If you're one of those crazy people who bought like five years, it'll only transfer over up to 36 months of yeah. your previous subscription, but that's still a whole lot. <laughs> and I paid and-
2: a dollar and I'm good till next May.
0: Exactly. I'm good until November next year, dude. Like, this is excellent. And on top of that, they had a deal going on on Amazon for three bucks or no for 20 bucks, you can get three months of Game Pass. So that's just five bucks more than one month. So that's a great deal. Um, And speaking of Game Pass Ultimate, um, they added a couple of new games to Game Pass, including Metro Exodus, which just came out, Hollow Knight, which is an indie classic, Borderlands The Handsome Collection, which, of course, hyping up Borderlands 3, and Batman Arkham Knight. Um, And then they showed a couple of games that are going to be coming to Game Pass on launch, including Gears 5, Battletoads, Bleeding Bleeding Edge, which is uh, Ninja Theory's new game, The Outer Worlds, which I'm super fucking excited about, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps 2. Or just Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and 25 other games that were just indies that they showed. Um, and then going away from the Game Pass stuff, uh, they actually announced the purchase of a new studio. That new studio being kind of a surprise, uh, or actually Crazy. a big surprise to me. Uh, Double Find Productions, creators of uh, Broken Age, Brutal Legend, and Psychonauts. Um, they are now an Xbox studio, and Psychonauts 2 is going to be on Game Pass at launch, and it's going to be, you know, releasing on Xbox One and Windows 10 and also PS4 like they've already agreed to. Um so that's super exciting. Uh That
1: that announcement actually got me very angry.
0: How how so cuz you know cuz what Double Fine's not a uh not the indie studio anymore.
1: No. Uh I I backed on the uh the the crowdfunding uh thing, the crowdfunder. Yeah, on Fig. On on Fig. Mhm. And how now that I have game, I'm gonna have Game Pass for another two, for another two years. <laughs> feels you, like just wasted. Anyway. Yeah, I hope I hope they don't do the same thing with Wasteland Three.
0: <laughs> well, Wasteland Three, I mean, it's there. That studio in Exile is part of Game Studio, so I'm sure that's coming to yeah. Game Pass as well. But like, I don't know. You're still getting you're getting a physical edition. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to reimburse you or anything, but I, I think it's still. You know, it's about supporting the game, not just buying a copy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta support the art. Now they don't even need to support. They're an Xbox company now. Um, but hey, that's besides the point. Um, so of course, towards the, well, actually, we'll come back around to that, some of the cloud stuff they talked about and some of the next console stuff. So they announced the uh, Xbox wireless controller, the Elite Wireless Controller Series 2. Um, 40 hour battery has some more custom grips and other stuff um it looks really nice um it almost makes me want to spend 180 dollars on it but also that's kind of crazy to spend on a controller so that's uh still looks pretty cool pretty good for the hardcore um a lot of xbox exclusives that they shoot showed off uh uh let's see battletoads uh the remake that everyone was expecting to come sometime since they announced it they finally showed that off um blair witch which is Buckwild wild that that even exists which is a new horror game from the developers of layers of fear based off of the you know hit horror uh movie from the early 2000s that's coming out soon um not quite an xbox game but on windows 10 pc age of age of empire's definitive edition um celebrating the 20 year anniversary of the game that's coming out soon um what else bleeding edge this is the one that we talked about earlier this is ninja theory's new game Kind of looks like it actually has the combat designer from DMC Devil May Cry. So it's kind of a, a mix between DMC Devil May Cry and kind of team based multiplayer games like Overwatch with a lot more attitude and creativity in the character designs. It looked really wild. I'm interested in it. We'll probably talk about it soon. Um, they talked about Crossfire X, which I is apparently one of the most played PC games in the world. Um, it's big over in Korea. I'm sure. Yeah, it's one of those Korean like free to play shooters, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I- I've seen gameplay of this, but um, yeah, Is this, it like it, and
1: you
2: you're, you're fairly,
0: focused. I bet it's military focused.
2: Like, like it looks like a like a like I mean like a real like it looked like a battlefield type
1: esque like real sort sort of like Warface.
2: Yeah, yeah, that
1: one. What happened yeah. to that thing? It's, it's that's still, still that's a, it's still gone. Yeah. Really. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah, I play it sometimes. It's fun when Ooh. there's players uh, online. But Emmett,
1: you're currently forgetting the biggest <laughs> game that was announced coming coming to the Xbox One.
0: Uh does it begin with an H? No. Oh, okay. What game are you talking about?
1: Fantasy Star Online Two.
0: <laughs> I knew <laughs> that was coming. I'm surprised that Fantasy Star Online is actually it still exists still exists yes like when i when i saw that popping up because i kind of i'm not like a big fantasy star guy i'm aware of what it is when i got halfway through that trailer and i realized what was going on i was like wait a second is it 2006 again
1: (laughs) i mean (laughs) i was watching the giant bomb talks over like the xbox conference as soon as fantasy star online came up jeff was it just broke him
0: (laughs) he was just laughing hysterically
1: no, he was just like how like this fucking bullshit.
0: <laughs> God, that is fucking crazy. Oh man, well yeah, Fantasy Star Online two finally coming to the West after what they announced it was coming to the West like three years ago, according to Jason Schreier. So this is long in the making. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I don't
1: mean, to, and again, I don't mean to to uh, start a tangent. But did you guys see the sh- the showdown between? Jason Schreier and Corey
0: Barlog. Oh, yeah. Where they were talking about arguing about leaks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jason Schreier just got owned by Corey Barlog.
0: (laughs) I don't know if it's getting owned, but it was definitely a tad confrontational. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Long story short, once again, don't want to go too long on a tangent, but long story short, um, a lot of Namco Bandai. Announcements got leaked a couple days before the show. Um, stuff like *Nino Cooney*, uh, *Nino Cooney One* being remastered, and some other stuff—a new Tales game that looked really great. Um, a lot of stuff got leaked ahead of time, and you know, of course, Kotaku published it. They went with the story, and then people—not just Corey Barlog, but a lot of people—were just like, "Oh man, this sucks that things are getting leaked," and they're like, or things that are getting spoiled before the press conferences. And then you know, the the more cynical of us uh, got on Twitter and were like, "Hey, this is." We're, this E3 is just a giant commercial. You can't spoil a commercial, and you know back and forth were had all around the internet. Some of the the most famous of which was uh, Corey Barlog and Jason Schreier. Um, you guys can go out and look that one up. It was kind. Of, it, it's it's just a little bit of. It's not even that they were at each other's throats. It was just like a public disagreement <laughs> rather than like an an actual straight up beef. Um, the way
1: the way I imagine it in my head is them just on opposite opposite sides do, ha, ho, doing like the duke's up pose <laughs> from like from like, like the twenties no no from like uh
0: like on an MMA poster?
1: No like hi, like having the uh, having one hand, one arm higher than like one uh, fist clenched Oh one, yeah one h- higher than the other like how about the yeah. <laughs>
0: Come here, you scallion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. So yeah, that that was definitely, you know, it's kind of weird to see that happen, especially because Corey Corey's such like a sweet man. Like, I don't think of him as confrontational at all. So when that happened, I was like, oh, shit. That was really yeah, cool. he's
1: Greg, Miller, Greg, Greg Miller's son.
0: Yeah, he is Greg Miller's son. Exactly. So also, very instant quick side note. The Corey, Corey Barlog's entire family is just gorgeous. Like that man <laughs> is a handsome man, and then his kid is fucking adorable, and then his wife is beautiful. They all have some good fucking genes. Holy shit! So shout out to all of them.
3: Yeah,
1: um, I remember the, the what same a strange thing
3: tangent?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just see pictures of them. I'm like, fuck, they're all perfect.
1: God bless them. This is gonna be a very old, old thing I'm bringing up. But when <laughs> yeah, they, try when it. he. Uh, it was back in like t- october or november of 2007 when he left uh sony or sony santa monica oh yeah and he, he posted how he like when he left it was a blog post he put a photo of vt e. uh like something e. t. else it was a picture of E.T. it was something something else and the cast and and a, and a like cast portrait of oh, I'm playing on the show uh hmm. it was a spin off of let me guess: Saved by the Bell or Boy Meets World? No, no, it was actually no, it was the what was that show that it was from like the, like the eighties? Um, Beverly Hills, nine
0: hundred two one zero. It might be nineties no, as well. I don't know. Full it was
1: it, it was an all girls thing where it there the person the like the old lady Golden Girls? The, no, it was.
0: Oh no! Now I'm gonna have to look this up. All girls. Not Family Ties. Not Golden Girls. That's definitely 80s.
1: One of the characters was named 2D.
0: Holy shit. Uh, no, there's a movie called 2D. That's what I'm thinking of. TV show 2D. <laughs> 80s TV show 2D. I typed that in. Facts of Life.
1: Yeah, Facts of Life.
0: Holy shit.
1: <laughs> and I think it, it, it may have been Jeremy Dunham who brought it up, but he just said offhand uh, people like people that IGN used to call Kari Corey Bulldog, um Matt Katzman seen his brother because they look so much alike.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of white dudes in games. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: kind of overlap. Also, now that you said that, shout out to Kim Field. She she aged like fine wine. God bless her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's two. Where are for, we? for the context on that?
3: Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not just like looking at red. <laughs> it's <just a> <laughs> <laughs> you know who's really good be, looking. <laughs> that would be fucking strange. I just, when I looked that up, I was like, oh, wait, I know who Tony is. And then one thing led to another, and here we are at this slightly embarrassing tangent. Um, so to reel back in, because um, we're we're barely halfway through this Xbox conference, so the reel back in real quick. Um, so, of course, Crossfire got shown. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is apparently some new Dragon Ball Z game. Uh, Dying Light 2 got a trailer. Elden Ring finally got officially announced with a teaser trailer. Um, what else we got? Fels that that Ra-
1: was something else I was angry about. Really? Okay.
0: Well, why were you angry about that one? I guess we'll just leak in the stuff as we're going since we're already talking. But yeah, what what got you about Elden Ring? What's up with that?
1: George R. R. Martin has he has one job he has to be doing right now, and that's 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 finishing a song of ice and fire
0: well uh what if he said nah fam i already got my royalty money from hbo yeah he's out yeah bro uh um, guys i'm out <laughs> i mean i'm sure the game's gonna be great but you know i i feel i feel for you all who want this this last book to come out uh, um two but, books Yeah. oh damn these last two books okay <laughs> well shit uh um, the last
1: last book came out eight years ago
0: well, uh, I feel bad for y'all. Well, well, you got your ending in the show, so uh, and that ending was perfect. So we'll go on. Anyway, <laughs> I remember the controversy. Um, so yeah, to keep going on though. Oh man, uh,
2: if I weren't muted when you just said that.
0: <laughs> oh boy, moving yeah.
2: Moving on, moving on, moving on. Get at
0: me, moving fam. On. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 got a Lego uh speed champions expansion which was fucking crazy when i saw that everything is awesome yeah man everything is awesome that that alone got me to like when i saw that happen i was like hey i know everyone's saying that forza horizon is the closest thing this generation to burnout when i saw that announcement i was like shit i think they're right so i'm like that's about to get installed on pc game pass so (laughs) that's that's going to be the next one i check out um Gears of War Five, they showed out their they showed off their new escape mode, which I'm super excited about. Um, I've actually here I'll just sneak it in here. Um, with Gains Pass on PC, I've gotten into Gears of War One for the first time ever. Wait, um, uh I'm, enhanced, yeah, the enhanced edition, yeah, that's the that's the only one that they have on PC. Um, have you heard? Ultimate did you
1: hear the or line yet? Or the 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 Coltrane, dialogue exchange? No, not the Coltrane. <laughs> th- Though that is a close one. So you're uh, like Marcus Phoenix, right? Yeah. That's cool. Why? Why? <laughs> and I, Dom's like, this is gonna be awesome. Oh god! And then there's the whole like, after combat, when it, or after combat ends, someone will, random, will randomly curse and say like, "Each and die."
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I like. I, I. I. I've noticed a trope where if there's a character in your squad who has their helmet still on, they're fucking dying in the next ten minutes.
1: <laughs> oh no, that's are the Carmine brothers. Yeah.
0: Oh really? Yeah.
1: yeah. They there, have there's veins. one. There, there, one, There's one, and they're in all three games.
2: It's the running joke.
1: Yeah, oh, wow. Like, one, the first one dies. The, f- the second one could have nearly, like, he's a, f- the first one was, like, a rookie. Very green. Second mm-hmm. one was, he, his, his death was sort of tragic. Like, it wasn't his fault.
0: Damn. That's fucking sad.
1: And I don't remember what happened to the, like, the third car, My brother was really competent, if I remember. I think so. But then you're like, every,
2: by like the third one, then you realize, oh, hasn't this guy died multiple times? <laughs> and then you're like, wait, yeah. I had to look into it and realize they were brothers about yeah, well- the same guy.
0: Then you look it up and turns out it's all a tease for death loop coming next year. No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> that would be crazy. Um so yeah, I, I'm super into gears now. I, I've kind of the combat in that game is just really crunchy and satisfying. And I don't hate the characters either. So yeah. Uh, I've
1: two words of advice. Stay away from Gears of War Judgment.
0: You know mm. what? I've heard that from a couple people, but I like people can fly, so I'm at least giving it a, I'm going to at least give it a shot, probably.
2: That's what I'm on. I haven't played it yet.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: the the thing that it really made its own kind of got co-opted into Gears 4.
0: Oh, what, with the challenges?
1: With the wave system.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. You'd have
1: to, like, sort of like a RTS type thing?
0: Well, I, I still might enjoy it. I, I, I'm going to play through 1 through 4 first, and then I might come back to Judgment. It just all depends on, you know, how I'm feeling, I guess. Um but yeah uh so yeah gears of war 5 i'm excited for it not too much buzz during the conference itself for it but i'm looking forward to it um gears pop it's just it's a phone game so keep going um (laughs) in in the vein of
1: in, in the vein of clash royale i think
0: uh it seems like it's like a little bit like Clash Royale but it incorporates the cover system from Gears and uh of course has the you know strong characters of the original game. We, uh and I don't want to shit clear. on it just because it's <laughs> a phone game. You are right.
2: <laughs> we don't hate it cuz it's a mobile game. Yeah, we love it, mobile games. We hate we it because it looks games. bad.
0: <laughs> Good point. I I I mean I don't I don't have enough I I just I can't get it up for this game it's less that it's because it's a mobile game it's an adaptation of a full-scale game and it's like why i i could just play actual gears i can't say that about most phone games because it's just a phone game but for a game like this it's like i could play gears of war one through four before i get to this like it, it just you know that that's a bigger beef with mobile adaptations of other games in general so. I...
2: I just don't get why they have to make it a Funko Pop game. Like, put Gears <laughs> on phones. It's okay. Like, we'll we'll try it. Like, look yeah. at Fallout. They didn't make it Fallout Funko Pops. Well, they did make oh. it based on, like, the little guy. Yeah, but Fallout
0: still, had an in-universe way to make it cutesy and available for all audiences. This is the quickest way for Gears to get into that same pocket. Yeah. Can I
1: just quickly game. mention the game that got, that got me really excited? Like, like it, it was like a out of field, left field type of thing.
0: Ooh, can I guess? Was it Microsoft Flight Simulator?
1: Uh, Close. It no. was Minecraft Dungeons.
0: Yeah, that's uh, like the next one right after Flight Simulator. Yeah, Minecraft Dungeons. It looks pretty neat, and it's going to be on Switch. I don't know Switch.
2: what to think about that yet. Do we need another
0: Minecraft? <laughs> but like, well, it's not there, another Minecraft. It's another Diablo. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's what that's the only reason. Like, I. Like I, the Xbox I bought, like I, that I bought, or the Xbox One S I bought, arrived uh, yesterday, and nice. I noticed like that Mine, Minecraft was in, uh, game not game Game Pass. So I da- so I downloaded that for my niece, and most of the stuff is mainly for her. Good move. And she's loving it.
0: Yeah man. Yeah, Minecraft is a great game. I might I've been think I've been toying with getting back into that on uh Vita or something, too, but uh but yeah, Minecraft Dungeons, it looks legitimately cool. It's going to be out on all the major consoles. I said Switch earlier, but it's going to be on PS4 as well and of course the PC and Xbox. So uh in crossplay. Yeah. Oh yeah, crossplay. Yeah, because Microsoft's all about that life. Yeah. So um yeah, it looks like it's going to be a good game. It, it's just, you know, I also got uh what is it? Darksiders Genesis to play. So when it comes to top-down action games like that, I am in no short supply.
1: Wait, what? Dark Shiders what?
0: Darksiders Genesis. Did you not hear about this? No. Nope. There's a new Darksiders game that is basically. Wait,
1: is this the third game that was announced no. by THQ Nordic?
0: Yeah, this was the third game they announced. But by... okay, another tangent, everyone. Uh, <laughs> THQ Nordic went and announced three games right before E3. The first one. What, they,
1: they were going to be back to back to back.
0: Yeah, back to back to back. The first day they announced uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, which is not just and Emmett, and Emmett
1: just lost it.
0: (laughs) I lost my fucking shit, man, because I loved that game back on the PS2, and I never was able to beat it. But not we were
1: actually yeah we'd actually been talking about it earlier in the earlier in the year.
0: Yes, exactly. We were like, man, they should really bring that back because they, they announced this partnership like last year that they were going to be doing some Nickelodeon stuff. And now we're finally seeing the fruits of that labor. And what makes it super exciting is not just the remaster. It is a complete remake. It's a completely new art style. It looks gorgeous. And they're adding a horde mode with three-player co-op. It's going to be lit. I'm excited. And it's only $30. bucks. It is perfect. Um, right after that well right after the middle announcement they announced uh what was it uh destroy all humans remake is actually coming out sometime um and that's yeah complete... 2020. yeah that's coming out 2020 and they actually showed gameplay for that you can go see that one um and that's complete from the ground up re- remake and there's going to be new content in there as well but the the one that they announced right in the middle was Darksiders Genesis, which is basically a top-down Darksiders game. It is not it is not Darksiders 4, but this is going to be the first Darksiders game in which you play as Strife. And your co-op partner in the game, two-player co-op, it's going to be War from the first Darksiders game. And it's not quite like Diablo. Um, they compared it more to Tomb Raider uh, and the Guardian of Light. So it's going to be kind of that top-down type of thing where you're still going to have the same... Uh, same kind of combat systems uh strife is more of a range character he has his dual pistols and you know he can hit people and then war is going to be a lot slower a lot more deliberate with his hits and with his blocking um but it's gonna have the same platforming same puzzles same a lot of the same stuff you'd get in a darksiders game just from a top down view and the game looks very pretty um so yeah i'm excited for that one so when I think about Minecraft Dungeons, I'm thinking that's going to probably take the same headspace or the same like gameplay niche that I think that new Siders game is going to take. So I'm like, eh, I'm sure Minecraft Dungeons will be fine. But will I be in the mood for something like that at the time? That's yet to be seen. We, we got a we got, well, Minecraft Dungeons isn't out until spring 2020. So we got a while to see if I'm going to care about that too much. Um, so we also got Ori and the Will of the Wisp um that game looked gorgeous looking at it there in the xbox conference so um that one's coming um what february 2020 so we got a couple more months to wait on that one uh lego star wars the skywalker saga really out of left field announcement um traveler's tales they're bringing um, all of the original Lego games from way, way back in the day, they're bringing those games back and they're just going to put it all in one game, all nine movies in the Skywalker saga in one Lego game um, with all of the games are going to get voiced now and they're actually thinking about adding an option where you can turn off the voices and make it just the weird grunts and hums of the original trilogy. Um, yeah,
1: because that, that's how the what you're suggesting is how the game looked with during when they showed up gameplay.
0: Yes, exactly. That is exactly what it looked like. So it, it seems like they're toying with that, and they they probably haven't quite figured it out to officially announce it. But I, I'd be interested in it either way. This sounds like they're doing some major work, and it seems like they're making things into making certain environments into like open worlds now, where it's not just hey visit this set, it's visit this planet or visit this you know whole environment to v- explore. So yeah, that should be pretty cool. Um, I,
1: I really hope. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to they're going to bring in uh, Lego Star Wars Three? Uh, like, if they're going to add any of that into that, which is basically the Clone Wars version, of <laughs> Lego Star Wars? I
0: I don't know. I don't know. Just because they're calling this the star- the the Skywalker Saga,
1: I think
2: that's I, why they're calling it the Skywalker Saga. Mm-hmm,
0: so they can omit stuff yeah. like that.
2: <laughs> it says the nine movies and the Clone Wars one wasn't very good.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Like I, I don't well, think they're gonna. I think they're gonna use that as a caveat to kind of just stay more focused on stuff. So
1: one of my comfort games is uh, Clone, Star Wars: Clone Wars Republic Heroes.
0: Oh well, there you go.
1: Because it's it is perfect in that it is a if you need some license stuff to take you out take you out of a rut that is there. They got the voices from the show. They yeah. it feels like you're playing the show.
0: <laughs> it feels like you're playing the show. I like it, but yeah definitely those types of games definitely do hit a certain uh hit a certain spot when you're looking for it so yeah uh lego star wars seems to be another one of those that will be coming out um sometime in the future no announced date on that quite yet
2: oh Uh, hold on republic heroes is that clone wars game i just googled it i freaking love that game
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, i highly
2: recommend that game
0: yeah man everyone go check out republic heroes get your uh, (laughs) very good get your licensed action game on y'all um so yeah get going down to the rest of the list we got a couple big ones that i'm saving for the end but just to blast through a couple more of these uh 12 minutes which is an Annapurna interactive game looks <gasps> really cool Okay, um, yeah I, you got something to say on this one
2: i'm sorry but 12 <laughs> minutes
1: looks gorgeous
0: i like, agree man
1: that game oh, i thought you were gonna say look it was stupid
2: no no because i'm a sucker for freaking i'm your sucker for walking sims and dialogue based games and weird ass like artsy indie things that game i I was like jaw dropped this looks incredible like what the hell you can change like like time (laughs) and it's all top down and it looked it looked live action. Like in the beginning I was looking at it, I was like, This looks like it's filmed and then it <laughs> became a game. Like, wow. I'm just, I was just hmm. in shock by that game and I don't think it's gonna get any amount of at like nobody's gonna play that thing, no one's gonna talk about it, but I am gonna mm-hmm. be freaking just oh, going no. nuts about it.
1: I mean Who wasn't in the yeah. chat that was like very positive like excited about it? It wasn't a news.
2: Might have been. Might've He's I remember someone. Too, I remember
1: someone saying that, like, uh, like I said, but he was positive about that. He was saying that surrounded Perna, Perna, and they did. They did. Um, I'm blanking on the name. It was. I hate that I keep doing this, but it's been a hectic week.
0: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I. I don't. I'm not sure who was in chat talking about it, but oh, I remember. Uh, yeah,
1: tales of Edith Finch.
0: Ooh, okay. I haven't finished. I haven't actually played *Eda Finch* yet, but I I remember when I saw it, it, it gave me heavy like *Memento* vibes because of the whole time loop scenario of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, either way, the game looks awesome. I don't know. I don't know. If uh, I- also, my mistake. Yeah.
1: It's actually uh, what re- what remains of Edith Finch*.
0: Oh. Uh, well, it's right, all the right. same. We mentioned halfway on that one, so it's no problem. Um, but yeah, I agree. 12 minutes looks super cool. I actually think that one's going to gain a, a reasonable amount of buzz once that does come out. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. Um, of course, uh, Tales of Arise was announced. That's one of the late ba- Bandai Namco games from earlier. Um, it looks really good. Like the, It looks like a full-scale RPG in a way that a lot of the other Tales games didn't quite look like uh <laughs> that sentence is kind of awkward um so yeah i'm not like a big tales guy i couldn't really tell you too much about it but it looked very pretty so um we'll see if that one you know catches fire uh maybe a little bit more than some of the other Tails games uh so else? i
1: just quickly did a check to s- at like their most recent stuff like from from this year yeah they handled they they were responsible for the dur- for porting a journey to pc
0: Oh, yeah, Annapurna. Yeah, they they keep making moves, man.
1: Yeah, and the rest of their stuff seems to be for either Windows
0: or Xbox. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of Annapurna stuff that is really good. I think Annapurna is also, what are they behind? They're behind Ashen? a lot of things. Ashen, yep, that's one. Donut County is the one I was thinking of, and Florence, actually, too. Yeah, they, they, they got a lot of good stuff. Gorogoa, which I haven't got the chance to try yet, but looks dope.
1: And they also poured, did a port of uh flower.
0: Yeah. And they're, they're
1: and, also behind
0: Telling Lies, which is coming out soon.
2: And I recently found out they're also a movie company and have a movie coming out this year.
0: Annapurna Pictures is like the more known.
2: Of I didn't those. know that. It's super <laughs> weird.
0: I'm pretty sure it was Annapurna Pictures first. And then they were like, well, we can make cool art stuff with games, too. And then that happened. Like Most
2: likely. But I just, yeah, I remember <laughs> their name becoming huge in games and then i was like oh that's that that's weird yeah man
1: yeah their aim is to publish games that are personal Cinematic. emotional and original
0: yep yeah much like much like a lot of their movies uh spe- speaking of which anna anna perna produced picture book smart which is in theaters probably right now It came out a couple weeks ago that movie is that, excellent and everyone should watch it yeah that movie looks really good yeah it is really good it, it's probably one of my favorite movies of the year so far um, so yeah, <laughs> so many tangents today. Um, oh, just yeah. one lesson.
1: Uh, there's a game that's, com- I don't know if it's out yet, but it's, it's called Wadum.
0: Yes, that's from another. From Kei- K. Kind of
1: Takahashi, fr- the father of, uh, Katamari Damacy.
2: Where is that game? It's what,
1: coming. W- Wadum.
2: Yeah, it's on my, it's another one of those ones that just ends up on my E3 list every year and I'm like, oh, maybe it'll show up and it never does.
0: <laughs> I thought yeah. I missed it. <laughs> It's expected to release this year.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, I mean the last thing that was shown was, I mean, this could be in *Dying Light* two territory, but mm-hmm. not *Dying Light* two, uh, *Dead Island* two.
0: Oh, oh, well, it just Dead never came out. *Dead Island*
2: two.
1: It was, it was actually announced a year before, the, uh, or was that the? It was, just, it was
0: shown, teaser was shown at PlayStation Experience 2014. Yeah, that's true and now here we are all these years later with nothing wadham was in a similar position though so uh but wadham actually got another like it's been on the i've seen some previews of it within the last couple months so i think it's actually getting close (laughs) excuse me so um so yeah don't worry too much i I think wadham's gonna actually make it uh it's, it's gonna make a introduction pretty soon um so yeah, the the last few games, I mean of course State of Decay 2 got some new DLC and some other, you know, other indie games got some stuff updates on Sea of Thieves. Um the last uh third party game I want to talk about before we get to the main big big game and then some of the, the hardware stuff. Uh the Outer Worlds got another trailer at this show. Um and it also got, you know, it's revealed to be a Game Pass game. So day and date release, Outer Worlds is going to be on Games Pass. That game oh, uh, I mean, it looks can great. I mention? Mm-hmm.
1: A so, uh, uh, a very awkward conversation I had, or back and forth I had with a comic book artist about okay. outer, outer Worlds. Yeah, go ahead. So, Mahmud Azrar, mm-hmm. who's done like he's he's best known for doing like the Avenger, the recent Avengers stuff, or from like 2015, 2016. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He just said he he was, did a thread on Twitter saying like, "What games are you looking forward to?" And I just said the Outer Worlds and he's like Our Outer Worlds because it's the first uh Tim Kane game I've played in a long time. Hmm. Okay. And he he's like, Hey, did you play it? And I like and I felt like <laughs> I felt the side of despair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I haven't made it. Wah wah wah. It's a damn shame, but hey. At least you will get to enjoy a, a good game <laughs> in a couple months from now. So so yeah that the Outer worlds continues to look really cool. Um I am excited for that one. Uh just the the Fallout New Vegas vibes are heavy with that one and the fact that it's going to come not just the game pass on Xbox but also on PC day and date. Um I'm very excited to get my hands on that one. Uh I I I cannot wait to mod the shit out of that game. Hey, <laughs> I, I I can't wait to see the mods. I don't think that I don't think I really like have a desire to mod a game like that. I think I just want to play through it first, but yeah, I'm excited for it nonetheless. Um, And then going on to the biggest game that was teased to be there. And that is uh, halo infinite. Um, We didn't actually, everyone was expecting gameplay. I'm pretty sure everyone was expecting this to be the big blowout for halo infinite, but we did get a CG trailer. um, And it, it, it looks pretty cool. It seems like, the direction they're going with Halo seems cool. Um, I've only played halfway through the first game. I couldn't tell you where the story's at, but um, you know, people got excited from the trailer, at least a little bit. Um, y'all have any thoughts on Halo or 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 what?
1: <laughs> the graphics look re- really good.
0: Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Oh yeah,
1: certainly. I I can agree with that. But yeah, I, Some, something I, I saw when I was watching the Giant Bomb stream mm-hmm. was like after he after mess chief had spoken up and he's one for I forgot who I think it was jeff or someone someone else mentioned speaking of sad i got i, I got this this stuff from my uh from my wife i could show you oh god <laughs> because they were talking about how what like the status of cortana in the in halo 5
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i remember the whole wasn't that whole game about her like you know breaking down somewhat without spoiling it completely.
1: Yeah, and how they completely mismarketed that game. Yeah.
0: Well, I I'm not exactly sure how how it was mismarketed, but I remember people had some issues with the narrative of that game. Um no, but
1: the, uh, the 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 mark- like the trailers were you think that you thought that like Locke was going after Master Chief. Mm, that, like was, it. that it was and it turned out to be something different, something entirely
0: different. Damn. Bait and switch, why don't they? Oh uh, well. But yeah, should still be um, – I don't know. I'm still interested to see where Halo's going. It seems like they're – from what was teased the year before, it seems like they're doing something super crazy with Halo. But this year, I don't really we, – we don't have really much of an indication of what that actual game's going to be. This seems like just another just, hey, remember this game we announced last year? It's still coming, and Master Chief's going to be in it again, and some shit's going to pop off. But it seems like they're pairing this. They're pair, once they talk about this game more, it seems like they're also going to finally talk about um, their next generation plans. And, you know, kind of pitching over to that stuff, uh, they did talk about their next generation stuff. Uh, Scarlet uh, got the specs talked about a little bit. Um, it's going to have, you know, some type of uh, where it's going to allow for ray tracing. It's going to support 8K output. Um, GDDR for... 6. Mm-hmm. Yep, GDDR6 memory Um, It's going to have a solid state drive. Um, And if you couldn't tell already, these specs sound a lot like what we already know about PlayStation 5, Um, which I kind of feel like that was by design. I'm sure Sony kind of made that announcement preemptively to kind of take a little bit of the heat away from Scarlet. so yeah, there's a lot of stuff here that they're doing here that is kind of similar, but of course they still have their XCloud stuff, and they've already and they've also announced that uh, you can actually use your Xbox, your own Xbox that you own, use that as an XCloud server so you can just stream directly from your own Xbox to your phone, your PC, or you know any other screen you got using their service, um, and that will of course be free, much like the Remote Play service that PlayStation has for PlayStation Four. Um, so yeah, that is pretty much all their stuff. Uh, oh, shoot. Well, how the hell did I skip this over?
2: I know you skipped
1: 20, one.
0: Yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. Got the release date at the conference.
1: You're breathtaking.
0: Yeah, by Mr. Breath, breathtaking himself, Keanu Reeves. Um, he got up there. He He's in uh, Cyberpunk. He's actually a pretty big main character as well. And um, yeah, he, he announced the release date and made a meme out of himself (laughs) a very endearing and a very nice meme um but yeah that that was probably the biggest surprise for a lot of people of the entire conference not just xbox show um but yeah it's it's pretty cool that he was there and you know the conference overall was pretty great in my and how
1: and how he seemed to be like like you like in in awe of how like how crazy like how or how how like how everyone wanted to see him yeah, <laughs> you can tell. You can just tell from when he was when he first came out. He okay, didn't so expect he, people he,
0: to cheer that long. Yeah, like, he's so he's just so humble. He just doesn't expect people to like love him that much. <laughs> but he, he's he's reached a, a he's in the higher stratosphere of you know kind of internet fame. I don't know if I'd say he's not like an A-lister, but like he's not like a Beyonce or something. You come in and people are like literally passing out. But it's just like oh, we all love you because you're a good person.
1: Yeah, I have two notes on that. Yeah, uh, on the whole, uh, him c- coming out mm-hmm. to uh, to talk more about the game. Yeah, when they show him, I, I saw the kind of funny clip with Tim and Andy.
0: Oh yeah, losing their shit.
1: Yeah, and then it, I was mainly, I was mainly watching the Giant Bomb streams, mm. and someone made a joke saying, "Hey, remember the game I was in?" Neither do I.
0: <laughs> Damn. What is that? A reference to the Matrix movie? Uh Matrix Path of Neo. Yeah, that's the one. Jesus Christ. Let's I own that game. God. Well, you I i, I could say I surprised, but that would be a lie. So <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, it's really cool to see Keanu's here. Um overall I thought the conference was pretty great. Um what what y'all think about the Xbox briefing just in general? Did y'all enjoy it? Did y'all like it? Or did you hate it? Because <laughs> there wasn't any gameplay apparently. Blah, blah blah.
2: I thought I enjoyed it for the most part, and then um, I decided to go back through like the notes that I had made on it, and I I do remember there was just like a pretty big lull near the end of it when I was just like, all right, let's let's stop this, mm-hmm. and and so then it kind of by the end of it it was just I don't know I was just kind of ready for it to be done, but there were there were a few reveals that really kind of blew me away. And then, um, and then the halo thing kind of kept me hanging on in the end, which give me hell last year. I wouldn't have cared about that halo thing at all. But then this year I've taken to halo, like you've taken to gears and I've just started, like I've like jumped all in and now I'm actually excited for this game. Hmm. But, um, so, uh,
1: totally, totally on topic. Blow me away by breaking Benjamin is just playing in my head.
3: (laughs) Okay.
1: <laughs> no, that was that was from the Halo two. Yeah, one that's the one. Mark, no. mark...
0: <laughs> Only the strongest will survive. That totally went completely over my head, but I. The
2: one that they they actually took out in the Master Chief Collection because they lost the rights to
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um,
2: but yeah, no, it's uh, that that Halo looked awesome, and the new system. I'm not hating the idea of especially i think that next year holiday is a good because that's what it was right yeah yeah holiday holiday next year for Starlight and halo i'm actually thinking that that's a pretty damn good window and i'm liking that like uh, earlier this year i was like i don't want a new system i just recently got my x like i'm done with this but i think that they're that it'll it'll end up working out okay and i'm i'm actually happy with xbox's decisions going on now and i mm. think that they're really doing very well.
0: Yeah. I mean, i'm 100% there with you. I I think Xbox is on the right path. Like that that PC Game Pass stuff is the thing that really just tickled my toes. Uh i don't know if that's the thing i should say, but that's the thing that got me really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I I have, what
1: the t- fuck? I yeah. have two, two things to say about the Scarlet and the well, oh, the general Microsoft thing as a whole. Mhm. Scarlet will be 20 years the 20 year marks of the xbox like the original xbox coming out Wow. yeah Damn. and with everything f- phil spencer has done to like f- he came he he came in and there was a lot of bad press because of everything donnie video games did
0: yeah don Matrick.
1: and he
0: he he righted the ship yeah did what did so. you call
2: him in the chat alan you said something about phil spencer
0: Trill out Spencer? Of... I'd probably call him Trill Spencer. Trill.
2: <laughs> Everybody said he was like out of the big three. He's the something of them all.
1: Oh, I once—I think I said he's the captain of a card.
2: Yeah, that's what it was.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, he—he's definitely right at the ship, and I—I I think it's a, uh, think it's about time that for this one for Scarlet they can maybe i don't know i mean i i as someone who lived in the dumps and the slums of being a ps3 fan while that was going on i'm super happy to see playstations on top but hey man if they if playstation takes the steps back that we fear that they might be doing um xbox is definitely taking a lot more forward so hey this the the ball's in their court we'll see what happens come next year and of course next e3 um so yeah that one's super exciting um now, let's go ahead. We talked about Xbox for a long time. <laughs> so uh, It was the, next the biggest one, one though. It, it was. I'd argue it is the biggest one. So it, we gave it its appropriate due. Um, so going on to the next conference, it's going to be later that same night was Bethesda's conference. Um, now, this one pretty much brought a lot of updates on games we already know about. And a f- only a few new, brand new announcements as far as games go. But a lot of and DLC... Something,
1: something I did call.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> something you did... Oh wait, shoot, I almost forgot. We need to go back to the Xbox conference so I can say what we got right for our predictions. <laughs> wow, look at me, slipping up here. So here, I got that tab open. So yeah, let's talk about what we got for these Xbox predictions. So, blah, 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 here we go. So Al... You predicted that Halo Infinite will have an ODST-style open world, and Turn 10 will be there to talk about Forza. You didn't get either of those right. <laughs> Sorry to say. Now this is now we already. Technically, there was Forza. There was Forza. There. There. Yeah, Forza was there. That was Playground Games. Uh oh, turn shit. ten would imply a new motorsport was coming rather than a new rather than horizon. Yeah, those
1: those were my words that they'd announce a new a new uh game.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I, I had to call you on that. I could have given you that for the technicality, but you specifically said turn ten. So I'm like I can't even I have to stick to your words. So um unfortunately no points from for the Microsoft conference, but trust me, you got some other points elsewhere. Um Yeah,
1: I I was keeping up with uh the bingo the, card.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to keep up myself. I I ended up. Uh, I I did eventually get do it, but we actually did get bingo on this card. But hey, that's that's besides the point. So um, so yeah, no points on that one for you. Um, I actually did get at least one of my uh parts there. Um, so Dying Light Two did not get a demo or any exclusive content during the Microsoft conference, like I expected them to. That was kind of you know annoying but on a technicality i did get the other one um the next xbox will be shown more than the playstation 5 has so far now honestly that one did you get. i'm I'm counting that one because um next xbox we know will be nothing shown more about than the playstation 5. huh we know like nothing about the playstation well, we know pretty much the exact same on both of them. We know all the specs. We know like what type of hardware is going to be in the system. We don't know how it's going to look like. We don't know how the controller is going to look like. I'm sure they're going to be very similar. But we, we know about the same for PS5 and Xbox. But the thing, the technicality I'm using here, we have a launch title for the next Xbox. We don't have any launch titles for PS5. True. So that's the technicality that I went ahead and gave myself there. We do know that Halo Infinite's going to be there day one on launch. So that's the point I'm giving myself for that one. Until um, it's delayed. Yeah, well, I don't
2: think it's gonna be delayed. <laughs> and then we'll they, take your bingo back.
0: <laughs> they've been working on this so long. Like, no way that's getting delayed. Not, yeah. not in my head. Um, so, yeah. So going on to Javon's predictions, he had... What was probably the most outlandish prediction and I kind of wanted it to be right. Uh Sunset Overdrive 2 did oh. not happen at all. <laughs> so gonna pour one out for that one. And then his he <laughs> thought that keynote speeches was gonna return. So you'd have someone coming out there talking about like, oh, here's how much we sold and all this other crap. Talking
1: about spreadsheets.
0: Yeah, exactly, spreadsheets and everything. And I told him he was crazy. And then
1: I, I Alan Iverson saying, We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about
0: practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. Go to practice anyway, uh, yeah. So he, he, I knew that, so yeah, neither of those happened. No keynote speeches, no Sunset Overdrive 2. And Graydon, you actually got uh, one of these predictions right on your side. I did now. Now, your your, your first guess was Ori and the Blind Forest 2. That was going to be, you know, out now, right <laughs> yeah. during the conference. <laughs> and then they it's were like, It was ambitious, yeah, they were like, nah, fam, eight more months. So <laughs> Yeah, so sorry you didn't get that one, but you did end up getting the Battletoads remake. That was a correct guess. So um, yeah, we're giving you a point for that one. So yeah, that's all the Microsoft predictions that we had. Um, Not too many got correct. (laughs) Only two points were given during that round, so we'll see what happens during the next one at Bethesda. Um, So yeah, going back to Bethesda now, giving a quick rundown of all the things that happened, not necessarily in chronological order, but um, Fallout 76, they announced a lot of stuff coming to that game, um, including, but not limited to, they're bringing back NPCs with the new, with actually proper quest and branching dialogue and everything, just like Fallout 4 proper. Um, so that's coming in the Wastelanders update. Um, Fallout 76, Newth Glear Winter adds Battle Royale to the game. Um, I think they said it's like a 60 player Battle Royale or something slightly more limited. Um, yeah, it was a that- weird number. I mean, hey, that's Apex Legends is 60 players. <laughs> uh, so, 10. yeah, it just all depends on how they... It's, it's about how you use it, not how much you got. Oh, wow, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's what she said. Can I,
1: <laughs> yep. can, can I, can I just mention what Connor said, wrote about Fallout 76? Oh, yeah, go ahead, man. And as recap, back to Fallout 76, talking about what we loved, in quotes, and how it's incredible, in quotes, then <laughs> goes on to talk about how the new Wastelanders update Presumably making it a real game, and NPCs and towns. Wow, it's almost like they should have waited a year to release the fucking thing. Wow,
0: full dialogue trees. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Low key though. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to shit too much on Fallout 76 because it's gotten enough shit from everyone. But like, it, it is legitimately cool to see that they're bringing these uh these NPCs back into the game because I'm sure people wanted that originally, and um th- despite people, you know yucking it up and making jokes about it battle royale in a fallout world sounds legitimately cool um it just sounds like a cool like concept and the whole idea of you you become the overseer once you win like that just sounds really awesome and i'm interested to see like they they did release a sneak peek that you could play uh during the week of e 3 so on
1: pc ps4 and xbox one
0: yep yeah it was available to play on there so if you got your hands on but once it's fully implemented, once Nuclear Winter comes around for their seasonal content, um, I'm interested to see what it's going to be. Also, I screwed up earlier. Not 60 player battle royale, 52 player battle royale. That's
2: what it a, was. Really weird number. <laughs>
0: yeah, very weird number. That that's probably just the limit their engine could handle or something. So, yeah. no,
1: it's because or well, the sort of reason was. Vault 52 51.
2: is... Wait, really? Are you serious?
1: Wow. 52 player, or 52, or 26, versus 26? The sole survivor is the overseer of Vault 51.
2: <laughs> oh my god, kill me. I knew it was going to be something <laughs> like that.
0: Wowzers. Well, well hey, there you go. That, see, that's uh, the quirkiness I like about Fallout, though. That I think it's cool if it's in a Battle Royale context.
1: And the... uh. The Wastelanders update? That's not coming until the fall, so...
0: Yeah, Wastelanders has a long way to go. That's, like, that's almost towards the beginning of the year two content plan, so... E- even though they showed that, he got a long way to go. Um, but um, hey, it's good to see that that game's developing.
2: I wanted to say that Todd Howard taught, like addressing it was really well done. And I was, like, really, like, proud of him and the way he handled that. Like, the crowd wasn't... They were kind of laughing when he would mention that it was, like, bad. (laughs) But nobody really gave him that big, thunderous applause that he should have gotten for being so, like, upfront with, Hey, we get it, you hated it. But we're working on it. Like, I just thought it was, like, a really good speech he did about, like, we, we understand we're working we're doing our best on it that sounds really good kudos to them to that guy
1: yeah you know ea could you could have used could use that
0: strategy with
1: the yeah. uh, live games
0: yeah I, I i don't know i feel weird about cuz like ea they typically don't like acknowledge their mistakes they just say we're sorry here's new content like they they don't say we're sorry we're working to make it better they just say our bad here's some new shit how about this? <laughs> like, they just try to make you, you know, switch, change the subject as fast as possible. Or Bethesda, they'll at least, like, say, hey, we really fucked up, bro. They'll at least really quick be like, hey, we really fucked up, um, and we're sorry, but we're working on it. And here's how we're working on it. Like, do, they, they at do least you sit think, down and acknowledge it.
1: Do you think that that Burnout Paradise remaster was a breaking glass of an emer- in case of emergency? Like, just to get some
0: goodwill for EA? Yeah no <laughs> i guarantee you not i they they probably only did that remaster because they were like oh we can make a quick profit on this it's already running this frame so you don't have to really do anything to it to make it pretty that game is oh, wait. oh wait no game.
1: that 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 uh that glory that honor belongs
0: to Cotor 3 <laughs> well that too uh, <laughs> i don't know man yeah when, when they make Cotor 3 that'll be there god we need some goodwill right now um but yeah, Burnout Paradise Remastered. That's just like, hey, we can make some money real quick, and we can do, get this port job done for really cheap. Like, there's no difference between that game on PS3 and PS4. Uh, like, it might run at 4K. That's about it. That uh, I I could rant about it. I actually like the Burnout Remaster, so I'm not gonna rant too much. But uh, eh, they they didn't try that hard. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. Um. So they showed off Elder Scrolls Blades, which is their mobile version of the Elder Scrolls franchise. That's actually coming to Nintendo Switch this fall, which is actually pretty cool. I, I think that was a cool announcement. Um, one, of, one of your predictions, Al, uh, did come true in the form of a Wolfenstein Youngblood trailer. Um, they showed that off and gave a lot of demos during E3 God, for it.
2: That um, game looks legit.
0: And don't I it, though?
2: I hate Wolfenstein. Hey. I
0: hate you though.
2: <laughs> and it's it looks so good. Like it just looks fun as hell. Like I think co op is what does it for me. Like I know I'm not gonna be alone. I know I'm gonna be cool. Like I, I I'm already planning to do it with my buddy. Like where like I'm so and he loves Wolfenstein and I keep writing to him about it. I'm like, I can't fucking wait for Young Blood. Like this game's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna make me care about this freaking game.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I love also how the,
1: Yeah, yeah. Even though it wasn't officially put on the bingo card. I was right about a
0: certain game. I'll, when, you, when it comes up, I'll... Oh, yes. You were right about that. We will get to that pretty soon. Um, but, yeah. I do love how... Um, I, I just love how the girls in Wolfenstein Youngblood are basically just female Beavis and Butthead. Like, <laughs> It's fucking perfect. I can't wait to play that one. That one's going to be legit, as we've said. Um so they talked about that one. Rage two got some DLC, um, or at least got some DLC talked about, and some updates. You can now play as the Mech in that game, which is kind of wild, um, and I'm excited for that one. And they showed off some footage of their new DLC that's coming soon. Uh, Commander Keen got a phone game, which is fucking crazy, but I guess kind yeah, yeah, cool. There were. I just love it how
1: the the woman came out like, and now for something different, completely different or something mm-hmm. and something then just bring really his, and just it cut the gameplay or no it was after the other scrolls online stuff they yeah. said the, Zen- the zenimax online family like zenimax online games family is growing mm-hmm. and woman comes out
0: makes a pun <laughs> yeah i hope you guys are commander keen of playing on your phones Oof!
1: She said <laughs> that. And no, <laughs> no, no, no. She just said, and now from something different.
0: Yeah, just to make that and, like reference.
1: And it cuts to a phone, fo- uh, a phone of like very like Dexter's Laboratories type of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's Commander Keen. Yeah, man. So the that game, it actually didn't. I don't know if the game looked bad. I actually kind of dig the vibe they're going with with the Saturday morning cartoons, but adult. <laughs> I actually kind of dig that vibe, but as a mobile phone game, I'm just like, eh, I don't know, bro. We'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, Bethesda has struck gold with mobile in the past, but it's kind of off the back of Fallout and off the back of Elder Scrolls, so we'll see what happens when they bring fucking Commander Keen out of retirement. Um... <laughs> So yeah, we'll we'll see how that one goes. Uh they also showed some more content for uh the Elder Scrolls Online with their elsewhere expansion that is uh actually available now, and they're gonna have another DLC coming later this fall uh called or uh, later this year uh called Dragonhold, and that had a really cool trailer. Um, I do gotta
2: say that that Elder Scrolls yeah. Online ad has been like on Facebook as I scroll through it for like the past month, and I'll be like what the hell does it even say? And then there was one day I looked at it and I'm like, elsewhere. That's funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it just it clicked. It's like nowhere in Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like, wait, what does that say? And they're like, I get it.
0: Bingo. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, man. It, it just, it's a weird spelling, but hey, that's that's Elder Scrolls for you. Fantasy. What's
2: the next one called? Dragon Hole? I don't want anything to Dragon do with
0: Dragon Dragon Hole. Oh, okay, cool. Dragon Hole it's is a Now It's, a it's category. not much think it is? <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Yo, you watch that Dragon Hole video? Nah, I'm not even going there. Oh, anyway. no.
2: My favorite <laughs> shock site, Dragon Hole.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Legends, which is their uh, card game, that is getting a new expansion come June 27th, uh called Moons of Elsewhere. Um so look forward to that if you're a fan of Elder Scrolls Legends. Um other announcements, of course they the another big thing that went around E3 all all the whole week was uh Ghostwire Tokyo was announced from the makers of the evil within. So that's Tango Gameworks. Um they announced their new game and it's actually going to be headed up by Ikumi Nakamura. Um and you might know her because she is the the bright and cheerful young lady heard around the world.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute.
0: Yes, everyone fell in love with her. She talked on stage for like what, two, four minutes? And there's fuck. There's like three hundred pieces of fan art of her on the internet, and she actually did it. for her. Three, yeah, great for her, man. Good. F- and apparently, she. I mean, this isn't her first rodeo. She did art for Bayonetta. She worked on some other stuff, and actually, uh, Shinji Mikami kind of took her under her wing, and made kind of made her his apprentice for you know evil within one and two and now she's gotten to the point where she can do you know lead her own game and this is what she decided to do with Ghostwire tokyo so um i'm 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 interested in this one because i've always been interested in uh in the evil within games i actually own both of them i just haven't gotten around to them but yeah sinji mikami did great work with uh resident evil 4 i love that game so i know i'm probably going to enjoy the evil within one and two but um, seeing Ghostwire Tokyo, it seems like they're bringing it to a more contemporary setting, and instead of leaning into the body horror type stuff, there's, they seem to be leaning into like supernatural and the occult and stuff like that. That's a lot more appealing to me, and I'm hoping this actually gets a little bit more into like action game stuff rather than just straight up survival horror so overall i'm excited for it and of course akumi nakamura is a delight
2: <laughs> i want it to be more kind of adventure game stuff and be like a mystery solving mm. thing
0: okay
3: see I, I'd be
2: interesting like that rapture mm-hmm. like detective kind of feel i don't know
0: okay I-, I can feel I that s- vibe. It does have that look to it, but I'm I'm hoping it's more of a. If it's gonna be more of a mystery, I hope it's more of a mystery in the way that control the game from Remedy looks like it's gonna be more mysterious because yeah. that still has the action that I like in games like this. So, um, we'll we'll see what direction they turn into. It seems like this one's gonna be kind of far off since we didn't get any actual gameplay. But yeah, yeah. very very cool stuff. Did you have something to say on uh, Ghostwire? I don't know if not as guys... uh-huh. not as
1: sorry. Necessarily... Not necessarily that, but Nakamura.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did not like how the people in the audience were... <laughs> really loud? Really loud and obnoxious.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I-, I feel bad for... Well, I feel bad when people got on stage and that one guy... It was always the same guy who just, scree- who just cheered at every single thing. Like And the
1: guy claimed he wasn't there. He wasn't paid to 5,000 a shell.
0: Yeah. I mean, no one... It's a, it's a video game press conference. They don't pay anyone to get in the crowd and chill. W- what they do is they just put the developers in the front so that you can hear their cheers first. <laughs> like, that's that's really how this thing works. They do the same thing at, like, Apple conferences and Google keynotes. It's it's not a unfamiliar tactic, but no one's paying anybody to sit in the crowd and cheer. Like, what is this? <laughs> this isn't like the BET Awards where they need to fill all the seats so they get random people to, like, Get in the chairs. Like it, this is a different ball game. I think that guy's just they—they packed that crowd with people, cause like so many people were like Fallout seventy six as players. Where are they coming from? Elder Scrolls Online as players. Where are they coming from? They filled that crowd with those people, the people who play their game specifically. (laughs) So of course they're gonna be excited about the stuff they announced. That one guy, he probably just had too much to drink, but. But yeah, that they they packed that crowd with the people that would react most strongly to those announcements, so I'm not too surprised there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so finally, oh well, not quite finally, but one of the last minor announcements before we get to the big one, uh, the big one from Hell, uh, is Deathloop, and this is the game that you you talked about last episode, Al, and it definitely showed up here. You were talking about that they registered that trademark. Um, I, read,
1: I, I was right about the, the, the trademark. Mm-hmm. I was wrong about the developer who would be working
0: on it. Yeah, did you guess it was Tango? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, that
3: uh-huh. did
2: I say it's... something about them about Arcane doing something on my Bingo? Was that my prediction?
0: Um, I don't think you mentioned Arcane specifically. Uh, yeah, not Arcane. Oh,
2: I think I yeah. thought it was too early for them to do something
0: actually no you didn't actually have a prediction for bethesda
2: <laughs> Aw, damn
0: yeah you you're you just like i don't know so uh, <laughs> unfortunately didn't get you anything there but hey it's fine that it, it let me fit this on a bingo card more easily so no worries
1: also there's there's a series going around that death loop is in the dishonored universe yeah i've heard that i the... because mm-hmm. be- because the whole times like or because of the whole because of the outsider
0: yeah. Well, I'm I'm not exactly sure how it connects to like the outsider specifically, but I remember like Darksiders one, like a while after that came out, they showed like the full map of the entire of or not Darksiders, wow, of uh Dishonored One. They showed the entire map of the whole Dishonored universe. And they said that the first Dishonored game and the second Dishonored game, they only take place on like one or two of the islands on the whole map. And yeah. there were like six other islands. On that map so what i'm betting is that Loop is going to take place on one of those islands and that and the mechanic of time is going to be like the thing that's weird about that specific island so yeah i, I don't exactly know how they would incorporate that but i could definitely see that being the scenario but but either way i'm super excited for Loop. uh you know dave Fennoy, that golden voice is back for the main character. That's uh, who we- it was. Yes, if you recognize oh, that yes. voice, that is Lee Everett. That is that is uh Dave Fenoy. Yeah, very That is
1: random do- dude from Talisman from Borderlands.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Random bounty hunter.
0: Yeah, that's fucking weird that you get a big name guy for a random role like that. But uh but yeah, uh I'm I'm super excited for the game, man. Um I'm super into like the kind of black exploitation kind of I don't want to say black exploitation. The, the, the comparison I was using was Jackie Brown, if you guys remember that Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm. It gives me vibes. It's like sci-fi Jackie Brown. Um, and I'm all for it. And you know me. I'm a sucker for we don't get enough games with black protagonists, let alone two black protagonists, let alone <laughs> black female protagonists. So, like, I'm all over this game. I'm super excited for it. Um, and I trust Arcane because I've always I've always been interested in Dishonored, and I actually got a good chunk of the way through Dishonored one. But fantasy settings just aren't my bag, and now that they're leaning into something more more sci-fi and definitely more gun based, I am a lot more interested in this one. So everything they show just speaks to me on a on a very base level. So I'm excited for it. Can't wait to see what they're gonna do with it, and. Um, if there's nothing else to talk about, Loop, we'll go ahead and talk about the main attraction for this year's Bethesda event, and that is Doom Eternal. Um, so we've seen a lot of Doom Eternal, even before this, we saw gameplay. Um, so we finally got a release date, coming November 22nd. And... Uh,
1: I mean, you forgot something.
0: Oh, another thing from the Bethesda conference?
1: I'm not sure if it was, it was after uh, Doom Eternal was shown.
0: Oh, was it Orion? Yeah. Ah uh, yeah you're right. Uh I'll just say this one real quick. So Orion is their new like it's not like a service they're announcing but it's their tech that they're using for streaming that is being worked on by Bethesda and it's trying to bolster Google Stadia stuff and Project X Cloud stuff by kind of offering a software solution for streaming. Um and there's they're you know touting it's 20% faster. Uh, and it has forty percent lower bandwidth and you know just touting all their stuff and actually you can actually try out Orion. Uh you can play twenty sixteen Doom with Orion if you register to uh what is it, Slayer's Club, which is kind of Doom's I guess fan site is what you might call it. Um if you register yeah. it's
1: their version of like Battle Nut.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good call. Yeah, um, but that's the Slayers Club. Uh, if you register on that, then you can you know sign up for, uh, I guess the beta or the public test of Orion, so you can kind of try it on your mobile device or your PC or whatever, and yeah, see if that one works for you. Um, if you if you don't suffer from a data cap like a lot of us in America, um, so yeah, that should be pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, at, right after Orion is when they talked about this Doom Eternal stuff. Um, so yeah, of course Doom Eternal, November twenty second release date. They talked about the collector's edition, which has a Doom Marine helmet, which I kind of want, even though I bought the collector's edition of the last game and I have a Revenant on my shelf. But man, do I want that helmet because I'm an idiot, <laughs> and I sh- and I like to waste my money. Um, but like the gameplay looked. There's a lot more platforming. Um, okay, yeah, there's a lot more platforming this time. Like, I don't know about y'all, but as soon as I saw that platforming, I I because I had already said last back for the last Doom game that Doom 2016 is basically first person Ratchet and Clank. And they're, yeah. Doub- yeah, they're doubling down on that, it, it seems.
1: Are you talking about with, the, like, all the mid-air jumping?
0: Yeah, stuff? mid-air jumping, all the platforming. Now there's, like, wall grabs and dashes and stuff like first person celeste type stuff um as as soon as i saw that i was like oh no i can't do that i can't do that (laughs) do you just have problems like what platforming in first person is just difficult
1: it kind of okay uh i was playing crooktown 3 earlier Mm -hmm. and even though it's in third person yeah it sometimes the camera will just fade in and sometimes it'll it'll accidentally, accidentally look like first person Oh. it just freaks me out yeah
0: i feel that yeah i it i mean sometimes there's a little bit of a depth perception that, thing there like doom is pretty good about it because it has that mantling but it it can sometimes be hard to judge like how close you are to a ledge or something like that so um we'll we'll see how doom gets around that but uh oh my franklin d roosevelt i just saw bill cosby tweet about fucking fathers day today what in the hell? Oh no! What the fuck is this? Woo that mm, that ain't the move, Chief. Anyway, um, I don't think it's actually. I, I it's not actually Bill Cosby. That man's in prison, so whatever. Uh, his accounts tweeted. That's just not a good look, anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I'm super excited for Doom. Um, and it, plus, it looks like they're even updating kinds of the flow of combat, where originally in the original Doom, um, if you use your chainsaw and guys, that would give you ammo. And if you use like the brutal melee kills, that would give you health. Now they've kind of added a flamethrower so that if you kill enemies that are on fire with the flamethrower, they'll drop armor. So you can kind of farm all those different resources from enemies directly. And yeah, it it just looks really cool. The game looks solid. It looks like it's going to be another fun romp through hell and or space. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, it, I assume you're looking forward to Doom as well. Is that correct? Yeah, I got a pre-order
1: on it at uh, GameStop. Uh, Provided they don't close by the time the
0: game game comes out. I don't think GameStop is going to pull a Telltale. They'll be open by the time Doom comes out. So (laughs) don't worry about that. Yeah, I actually pre ordered it over at Amazon myself. So uh, I'm excited for it. I, I have to see if I'm going to top myself to a collector's edition, but mm, probably not. I already have a Titanfall 2 helmet. For the love of God, I got to chill. So, but yeah, <laughs> Doom Eternal looks great. And they also showed off their multiplayer mode, which is kind of, you know, two demons versus a Doom Slayer. Um, and that looks interesting. That seems like something I'd want to get my hands on before I, like, you know, say that I'm interested in it. Because I'm someone who enjoyed the more traditional multiplayer of the original Doom 2016. So, yeah, I'm not entirely in love with the fact that they just took that out. But, hey, we'll see. Um, We shall see what comes of that game. Um, uh, What comes of the multiplayer? The single player is going to be great. So, yeah. Um, Overall, Bethesda Conference, what were our thoughts on it? Uh, who, Who wants to take... <laughs> Who has a hot take on this? The only,
1: I only, the only thing I was interested in was Doom Eternal and the Fallout 26 Wastelanders. Uh, like content. Mm-hmm.
0: Fair enough. Like the rest of the stuff is not for me. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the issue with a lot of Bethesda press conferences, where they always come and they they have one big game that everyone's excited about that they can, you know anticipate for the end. But then everything else is just, hey, remember these games of service games? Here's some updates on all those so that you know they exist. And here's a couple of other games. I feel like the the thing that Bethesda's kind of slacking in, they are the shooter publisher. Like Damn near every game on this list that they talked about is a shooter, like Rage 2, Wolfenstein. Uh, Of course, Doom, Deathloop is going to be a shooter, most likely. Ghostwire probably going to be a shooter. Maybe third-person shooter instead of first-person. Of course, Fallout 76. A lot of these games are shooters. So if you're not into... And even if they're all shooters, these shooters are very different fundamentally from each other. Um, So you might like Wolfenstein, but you might not like Rage 2. You might like Rage 2, but you're not going to be a fan of Deathloop when that comes out, because you're not an arcane guy. So yeah, I, I I agree. They they don't have quite a diverse portfolio of games, but for me, I'm someone who likes all types of shooters and have an interest in everything. So all of their big marquee titles that they talked about, I had an interest in. Um, of course, all of their card games, their mobile stuff, and their MMOs and whatnot. Not for me. I, I'm I don't care either. But hey, all of that was worth it, if only to see Ikumi take the stage and steal everyone's hearts on the internet for a while. <laughs> so yeah,
1: for a while, it's, it's still happening.
0: Well, yeah, it's still <laughs> happening. But like, it, it was peak. Like, oh my god, I love this woman when she first got up there and that night, and the following days with all the fan art. So hey, she she's gonna be stealing hearts for the for the entire press cycle of this game, I'm sure. So we'll see a lot more of her. Um So yeah, before we go on to the next one, let's go ahead and talk about our predictions for Bethesda um, and see who got what right. Now, good news, everyone got at least one thing right in their prediction. So starting with me, um, I correctly guessed that Tango Gameworks was going to be there with a new game announcement. Um, so there's one point for me, but I also guessed correctly that Doom Eternal is coming out this fall with that November 22nd release date. I've gotten that correct, so that's two points for me from Bethesda. Um, also, Javon got two points as well. Um, he Wait, actually, he only got one point. Um, he, he thought that we would get another taste of Elder Scrolls Six. I have no clue what he was smoking, but... <laughs> <laughs> That was not going to happen.
2: They told him they weren't going to be there. I warned him.
0: Yeah, uh, you did try to warn him, but he was like, nah, I think we're going to get something. Because he was just like, (laughs) there's nothing else that could be there. But nah, they had plenty. Um, So yeah, Elder Scrolls Six, we are going to get that sometime in the future. But we didn't get that. But we did get a look at Rage 2 DLC, so he did get a point there. So you know a constellation prize, um, and then Al, you were you were spot on with the Wolfenstein Youngblood tr- gameplay trailer. We did get to see some gameplay of that during the thing, but you also and got the, a and the roadmap. Yep, you also got another point for that. Uh, Fallout seventy six roadmap did get talked about, and they actually showed more than one thing from that roadmap too. So that was very spot on for that. So yes, we got some points on the board for there. Um, Here, I I should actually be tallying these up as I'm talking about these, huh? So (laughs) here, let me get on the back of this card. Um, So yeah, we'll go ahead and show those points towards the end of the show. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead and go on to the next segment here. Let's see. After Bethesda, we had on the next day, we had the Ubisoft press conference. So Ubisoft had a lot to talk about. and not even everything that they talked about was in their show, was in their actual full press conference, including um, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey announcement. Um, There's going to be a story mode creator. Or um, basically you can create your own quest, uh, use NPCs that already exist in the world. Um, you can write dialogue for them. You can have branching narratives that lead to different actions. Uh, and this is all user-created content. There's actually a website where you can create all this and then upload it to the game. Um, it looks super cool. It looks really neat, actually. I actually wanna play with this uh, once it comes out. Um, and knowing a lot of the fans of Odyssey that I know, um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of queer quest lines in there. And considering I'm probably going to play as Cassandra and or sleep with all the girls anyway, I'm down for it. So um, I'm excited to see what that's going to be. But that was I something... I and-
2: nothing about that. I'm looking oh, this yeah. up right now. I, I heard nothing about that.
0: It, yeah, it It wasn't in their actual proper press conference. It was right there in the pre-show they announced it, which was weird since that's one of their bigger games. Um, yeah, I don't know why they... They should have announced that T V show during their uh during their pre show, but uh-huh. hey, what you gonna do? Um so yeah, that that was a pretty cool announcement, so I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. Um of course their conference started with the Assassin's Creed Symphony, which is gonna be touring around the world for the next couple months. Um uh, eh,
2: it's gonna be touring in like twelve countries and only two stops in America. But who's bitter? Not me. <laughs> I'm not bitter. They're not even Amen. fucking coming to New York. Who wow. doesn't even come to New York, let that's, alone Boston? It's like lame. bullshit. It's Vegas is the closest stop.
0: Damn, that's across the country.
2: It doesn't make any sense.
0: Oh, man. But well, I'm hey. not
2: bitter. <laughs> I'm okay. Bitter
0: I'm sure, I mean, Assassin's Creed is a massive franchise. This, it'll be around for another 10 years. There'll be another what was
2: really crazy about it, though, like it was it was beautiful. And when it happened, Hunter and the group was like, I don't even care about Assassin's Creed music. Meanwhile, I'm watching this like sobbing. It was, <laughs> it was so freaking beautiful. And like yeah. all the freaking games mesh together. And that AC3 score is one of the most beautiful fucking songs. Oh, my God. My heart. i love
0: how much you're into this
2: oh i love it so much Uh, like Ezio's theme is just like one of the most amazing things and then the way that they change it for three was just like oh man man and every every game has its own kind of sound like four has like a piratey feel and origins had a really good soundtrack i remember because it was like that middle eastern like hell yeah damn yeah man. man
0: Shout out. You, you remind me of how I was when I was watching them perform on Shaken at the Game Awards last year for Red Dead 2.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you oh, were really boy. into
0: that. Yeah, man. Video game music has its hold on us. Mm. Um, but shortly after the music, we got an announcement of a new Watch Dogs game, which was surprisingly Aww. not Watch Dogs 3, Watch Dogs Legion. Where, as we've heard right before the show due to a leak, um, it's going to be controlling any NPC. Now, it's not as simple as hacking to an NPC, control them instantly. You're recruiting NPCs off the, pretty much off the street. So you can see any character you want, start a quest line to kind of recruit them, um, work to gain their trust, work to convince them that Degsek is you know good and mighty and all that other stuff. And you're basically doing all the work, putting all the work in to recruit them into your team, and then they become a player playable character. All your characters have permadeath. So if you die with a character that's it for good and any related content to them is over um and it actually looks pretty cool the more that i heard about it the more i'm like interested in it and all the characters have full dialogue full voiced they're fully voiced and you know there's quest lines based off of every single npc as well so this isn't just skins this is like full on
2: so this yeah okay i wanted to discuss this a bit if you've read into this a bit more because i have oh, yeah. questions
0: yeah try so, me try me
2: it's it's kind of genius how it works because i was really against the idea of not having a central protagonist because i personally love aiden pierce i think he's awesome and i know you really <laughs> like marcus and like true. It just it, they just uh, i can't imagine watchdogs without a, a a person but This is, like, basing it off of what Watch Dogs has always been. Like, you've had... You've always been able to see everybody. But now they're like, oh, this guy's really good at fighting. This guy's really good with technology. This guy's a really good sniper. Like, and I love that idea. Now, in the demo they showed, your guy died. Like, the guy they were playing as. That doesn't have to happen. So, I'm wondering, if he didn't die, would the girl not have told the guy that he had died? Like, did they make separate cutscenes for different possibilities?
0: Hmm. I mean, hmm. Here's my thing. Now, I've already heard that for E3 demo purposes alone, they kind of cut down the amount of work you have to do to recruit people. Normally, it'd be multiple side missions you'd have to do to recruit somebody. Um okay. But they kind of simplified it. So that's, to start off, that's where we're at right there. But I think for that specific scenario, because... From the context of that cutscene, her telling him that that guy died kind of pushed him over the edge to join. Yeah. Um, I think that if he didn't die in the full game, I believe that that would just be another bar to tick. Um, like they've already talked about, you know, gaining degs, gaining these NPCs trust for DeadSec. There's kind of a meter you got to fill up, and once the meter's maxed out, then they trust DeadSec fully and they're on board. Okay. Maybe if that guy didn't die, then that would be just one little less tick that you get on that meter. And then maybe you'd have to do an additional thing, like help out his girlfriend or help him with some other side content. Um, I actually heard in a different demo entirely that in order to gain the trust of this one NPC, you didn't actually do anything with him directly. You had to do a favor for his girlfriend and you were interacting with his girlfriend. And then that would kind of once you did that with her that would kind of confirm his you know his i guess loyalty to dead um so there's a lot of different ways that you can there's a lot of different ways that you can contribute to uh dead sec there's a lot of different ways you can get these new recruits and just the the variety of npcs that they have in this game is what I was initially hesitant on this game, but the variety in the NPCs is was slowly slowly starting to draw me in. I actually yeah. saw another demo where they they've recorded a whole lot of different voices NPCs. So I saw one one guy who was just straight up like I think the plainest whitest dude you can possibly imagine, but he had a the heaviest reggae accent you've ever heard. Like he was straight <laughs> out of Jamaica, and this dude would sound in like like I don't know. God, who's the dude? Who's the reggae singer? <laughs> J- 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 Bob Marley. He straight up sounded like <laughs> Bob Marley, but he was the whitest dude you'd ever seen. And and you were playing as him, and he was trying to, his girlfriend, this guy was like in his early 20s, his girlfriend was like, what, 57. <laughs> wow. And And they were like, and then I Greg Miller was the one talking to me about this demo and his and the thing is they actually have it in the game where you can there are sugar mamas and sugar daddies in the game so (laughs) they have situations in which there can be a young person with an old person who's only in it for money but this one was an actual girlfriend boyfriend a legitimate relationship they actually loved each other So, like, him having to, he had to actually work with her to gain his trust. Um, And it was a really weird thing where just systemic stuff like that is what makes me excited. Because then, sure, I'm going to miss Marcus. I love Marcus from Watch Dogs 2 so much. But what I loved about that crew, Marcus and the rest of his crew from that game, is how quirky and how, you know, different all of them were. I think the systemic. I think just the variety of NPCs they're going to have playable in this game is going to be so wide that I can probably make another crew that's just as quirky as those guys in Watch Dogs Two were. Yeah. Um, and that has me excited. I'm. I'm interested to see if that fleshes itself out. Um, we got. We got like many months. This doesn't come out until March next year. But um, if that if that idea works, then I'm excited for it. So we'll see what happens. Um. And so, yeah, to keep going down the list. You, oh,
1: yeah. Can I just bring something up? Oh, yeah, please. Go ahead. That I think that Graydon, uh, it's just when I was looking over Graydon's uh, recap of the whole thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Graydon, do you have something? Do you have a beef? you have a beef with uh, Clint Hawking?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, because he made Far Cry 2 one of the worst games of all time.
0: <laughs> but, Dude, people love Far Cry 2.
2: Far Cry 2 sucks balls. Want me to tell you wow. why Far Cry 2 sucks balls? Far Cry he, Two, he, what?
0: <laughs> he he
1: created, or he was the writer of two of two really good stealth games.
2: Which ones?
0: Oh In yeah, what Splinter Cell, S- S-
1: Splinter Cell and Castor.
0: Hmm. I mean, I'll give him that. Those are great games. A lot of people like those games, and a lot of people like Far Cry Two as well. But what I'm, I bet you're gonna say it's bad because malaria and their guns break.
2: Uh, exactly those two things. And, (laughs) yeah, the stupid, like, the the health system sucks, the gun system sucks, it took Far Cry 1 is actually kind of okay, Far Cry 3 is one of the greatest games of all time, and somehow, in the middle, they fucked it all up, and then said, here, take this, and I don't want it, because Far Cry 2 is just bad, it's, 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 you can't have, you can't have bad gunplay and bad Gameplay, <laughs> just in general, <laughs> and what and a and a boring story to boot. Like, who, what, why am I here? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't, I don't trust this guy as far as I can throw him. <laughs> I don't know, but, man. I'm really hoping that thing, he makes a good game
1: here. <laughs> the other thing that I you got you guys probably saw this when I posted in the chat
0: mm-hmm.
1: how I got I said I'm getting major zombie U vibes. Yeah, someone else said that too.
0: Oh yeah, I remember because yeah.
1: Like you start the game as a random character gives you their job or their occupation during like before everything went to hell, mm-hmm. and if you when you died, it give you it would go back to the whole thing, the whole rigmarole, give give you the person's
0: name, what their job was. Yeah, kind of gives you like gameplay based off of like their previous, uh, or like their character background. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely. It definitely gives me some vibes of that, but I don't know, man. I, I feel like Clint Hawking. He's he makes the game. He makes the games that like are out there that are like kind of experiments. Because I mean, Splinter Cell was kind of established, but kind of broke a little bit of new ground in stealth. But for something like Far or Far Cry Two, I mean, Far Cry Two walked so that Far Cry Three could run, and they've been using that Far Cry Three formula often ever since. So. Yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, I, I think I think it was important to make Far Cry two. Um I think Far Cry two is one of those games that is up there with like your your singularities or your um your the club uh for those games that were weird, experimental, not very fondly remembered by many, but has those diehard people that are like, Oh man, I love that game despite, you know, people who dislike it. So I, I think we should give Killing Hawking a little bit more credit on that on that fact. Um so <laughs> So yeah, I can... also uh,
1: mm-hmm. the last game that the last big game Ubisoft Toronto did was Far Cry Five.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. God. So this is their their next game after that, and that was what? Wait, well,
1: simultaneously there was Starlink
0: in between. Starlink in between. Oh Ooh. yeah, Jesus, they must they have a lot of teams over there then.
2: And they're churning out games fast, so that's yeah, not man. really great. But I will say I'm. I'm both irritated and uh, f- fascinated by why they're releasing this next year. Because, the, as I said in my recap, there's not an Assassin's Creed or a Watch Dogs coming this year, and Ghost Recon and Just Dance are not gonna are not like are not a nice representation of Ubisoft for one year. Like I just I don't get why they're like isn't that like all they've put out. All they will put out. Like they're putting a lot into this breakpoint thing like really fast and I don't it just seems weird to not have one of like your massive open world games that usually like we kept saying this is a watchdogs year and it's like with with an Assassin's Creed, like already kind of oh well I guess they had division this year.
0: Yeah, division came out and I think you're underestimating the The significance of wildlands break or not wildlands but i really i really
2: am because people are excited for it and i don't quite know
0: why think about so everyone loves call of duty for the militaristic gameplay and all that other crap everyone loves every open world game your your grand theft autos your just causes your all these open world games they they love wildlands had no
2: fanfare
0: Wildlands didn't have any fanfare when it initially came out. But if you've been looking at that game, that game consistently sells still. They've been adding content. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like topping the top of it's not like the top 10 of MPD every month or anything like that. But every now and then you'll see it's like number 10 on MPD um, because like some DLC will come to it. They've been supporting that consistently for two straight years. Um, And I mean, I, I, I keep hearing about that game. People are playing it and it is like a lot of people are there's a weird like not underground but like a less talked about fan base for that game that eats up that content for that game all the time so yeah there is a fan base there that game sold many millions of copies like probably around four or five million so yeah i'm sure i'm sure at this point they look at the ghost recon open world string of games as a major franchise so no wonder it's getting its own fall slot for this year
2: well i hope it does really good because the story looks really really interesting and it looks gorgeous exactly i
0: i really and bam bam yeah and bam bam's there and john bernthal but also bam bam (laughs) <laughs> i love john bernthal Dang. okay
1: we got we got to wrap the fire this we going for two hours
0: yeah <laughs> yeah we, we've been going for two hours and we're just just on like halfway through the conferences um so yeah uh ghost recon's good we'll, we'll probably just run right past that since we don't have to talk about that <laughs> um mythic quest raven's banquet the new tv show coming to apple plus Ew, that next <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to bring it up just because it exists. I'm never going to watch this because it's on Apple Plus and I'm an Android person. But, hey, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. People like that. Um, uh, Rainbow Six Siege is getting a new season of content. I don't place each. I don't know if anyone else does here. So, yeah, yeet. Um, Brawlhalla is getting Adventure Time characters, Ooh. which... Which it feels like a big deal because Brawlhalla was the indie darling for the longest time, and ever since they got bought by Ubisoft, it's some crazy characters that come in that game. But also, Adventure Time ended like two years ago, a year ago,
1: yeah. But Shake the dog and Finn the human, fun whenever, and Adventure Time, young man. It was never good. I'm turning off my
0: mic. No, I'm kidding.
1: i know i'm a bad singer i just
0: <laughs> it's not the bad singing it's the song that no one wanted to hear right now <laughs> but <laughs> <It's> hey <midnight. laughs> I'm, I'm happy for the brahalla team <laughs> yeah it is midnight i'm happy for the brahalla team i'm excited for them getting some cool high profile characters but just in general like just a weird announcement um but hey good for them uh if you are if you're a splinter cell fan you got betrayed hardcore when you saw Sam yeah. Fisher come up on screen for a goddamn elite squad mobile game. Um, looks fun. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like it's not hot trash. Like it looks like it's a <laughs> decent game, but if you're going to put Sam Fisher on an E3 stage, God it. Don't do it in a mobile game. That just feels mean, but Hey, <laughs> Hey, maybe, maybe next year will be the year, which is the thing we've been saying for the last three years, but eh, what can you do? Mm-hmm. Um, just Dance is ten years old. When I can't just... believe it. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Definitely it's only on ten mind. years old. Feel it feels like it's been a part of our lives for like forty years.
2: Yeah, <sighs> I agree. It does feel a lot. Forty, years. it's the Star Wars of dance games.
0: Um, <laughs> oh my god!
2: No, it does feel longer because that was like such a big part of my like pre-high school years. Mm. Like, <laughs> but
1: I was in high school when Just Dance came out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Damn. That's life for you. But well, hey, uh, good, good, job. good on
2: them. Still killing it.
0: Yeah, and it's coming to the Wii, which is fucking wild. So yes. Good for them. <laughs> um, for Honor is getting some, uh, I don't know if it's DLC, but I'm going to call it just some additional content. In it's the form an event. Of limits, yeah, limited time event. Um, lasting until June 27th. Is some weird Japanese horror stuff going on. Shadows of the Hito, Hitokiri? I'm going with that as the official yeah. pronunciation. Um, Tom, uh, the division two got some new or got DLC details on their stuff. They're going back to uh, New York and one of their upcoming DLCs. And then the one that's coming up next, they're going to the Pentagon. So, you know, kind of exciting or very exciting if you're a division two fan, but pretty interesting for everybody else. Um, I'm pretty excited for the new game that they announced from rainbow six, uh, Tom Clancy's rainbow six quarantine. Um, which is basically three-player co-op. Uh, definitely seems like it's going to be uh, zombies that we're fighting um, with the quarantine name and kind of with the with the trailer that they showed, the teaser trailer. Um, it's going to be available early next year. And what they said is they're what what uh, what Rainbow Six Siege did for uh, these tight kind of multiplayer uh, combat experience, um, the tacticalness of it. They're planning on doing that type of thing for co-op which yeah. sounds really cool um hopefully it's going to be hopefully it's going to be fun i'm sure it's going to be fun <laughs> i just don't know i just don't know how that's going to look with co-op with the quarantine label how are you going to do tactical zombies but we'll, we'll see what they decide on what they land on um and three-player co-op which is yes broad. yeah giving me some uncharted vibes from their co-op modes which i always yeah. loved so um, yeah, I'm sure they'll nail it. So we'll we'll see what comes of that. Um, roller Champions, which is a brand new game, uh, it's basically roller derby, the video game, um, but it has some heavy kind of Overwatch mixed with Rocket League vibes. Um, I actually tried this one out a little bit because they released a free alpha demo on their uh, on UPlay as soon as they announced it. Um, it, it feels pretty good. Um, very basic gameplay-wise, and I think it there's a lot of potential there, but they need more than one map because if it's only one whole this one map for the whole game, it gets boring pretty quickly. I think um,
2: there were multiple environments in the trailer. I think there'll be other maps.
0: Yeah, the trailer might have had multiple environments. I I, I forgot in the trailer if they did, but they definitely they're definitely going to need those multiple environments because one big oval is going to where it's welcome. <laughs> pretty fast Um,
2: derbies are in oval are
0: ovals i mean yeah all of them are but like (laughs) i get what you mean though like rocket league shakes it up exactly exactly so so i'm sure they'll they they actually like my tweet when i tweeted that exact thing so i'm sure that they know the criticisms and they're you know gonna make some changes um you play plus is a new subscription gaming service that was announced 15 bucks will get you access to pretty much every Ubisoft game on PC they've ever made. So that's over 100 games. Um, and oddly enough, this yeah. service is going to be available on Google Stadia, which yeah. which is, I don't get how that will work. You got to pay a subscription for Uplay Plus and then a subscription for Stadia to play. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe but... they'll
2: do like a bundle package. Yeah, I can see if that. If you think about it, they could do with streaming it's terrifying but they could do it like cable packages i'd oh. be like if you get stadia you'll also no. get uplay and ea access bundled like oh, no. like sling tv like should you just buy like a package or P- playstation view
0: like what package includes g4 bundled
2: ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the 2005 bundle you're looking for
0: well drats <laughs> <laughs>
2: um oh, No, but yeah. about that, like I was against it in the beginning. I was like, "Why does Ubisoft need one of these?" But then the end of the day, I was going through. Like, you play was having a sale, and this is the chance for all you people to go out there and play the Assassin's Creeds you missed that were actually good, yeah. but you skipped them. Rogue, uh, Syndicate,
3: Syndicate,
2: the, the big one. The I never played them because Unity made me want to puke. Okay, Assassin's Creed got better before origins you all y'all were just sleeping on it mm-hmm. <laughs> like this and I is bet unity
0: ch- isn't even that bad y-
2: unity well unity for pc i think was kind of like the infamous broken one yeah but they might have fixed it by now they have go play, they have go play Watch Dogs 2 if you haven't mm-hmm. um freaking uh, what else the, play division one because why the hell not like yeah. give it a if shot. Good game now. It's yeah. just when you have it. Like try all these things. Play Trials. Play uh, <laughs> p- play uh that horrible arcade racer they did with the, the crew. Speed. Oh, play the crew. No, those are great. Way horrible. Um, no, <laughs> no, that one. Uh, speed. Ah, oh, Trackmania. Oh. Trackmania Turbo. Trackmania.
0: People like Trackmania. Damn it. <laughs>
2: Like, it's fun for a little bit, and then you realize it's just, like, a mobile app.
0: <laughs> and that might be debatable. I own that for PlayStation <laughs> Plus, so I can bring a verdict on that later. Oh, true, that was free. Yeah. I, I will say, though, the, the one thing I'm weirded about with the UPlay Plus subscription, so many of, especially the last few years, so many of Ubisoft's games are massive games that you play for either 100-hour open-world games like Assassin's Creed, or they're the thousand hour multiplayer, never stop playing content hounds like your Rainbow Six Sieges and your Division Twos. Yeah. Um I can't imagine having access to over a hundred games and like a good chunk of those games are these massive type titles. Why would you pay fifteen bucks continuously when a lot of these games I mean I've seen Assassin's Creed Odyssey on sale for less than thirty bucks already. True. You could you could spend thirty bucks right there and play that for two months. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, that's true. When they're time consuming and you're paying monthly, you gotta look at like what am I actually paying for?
0: Exactly. Like, I, I think this service is great for the Rayman Origins, the Prince of Persia Sands of Times of the Valiant World,
2: Valiant Hearts, Prince yes. of Persia 2008.
0: <laughs> yes, that one too for for all those campaigns. But like, if you're trying to get this for like Ghost Recon Wildlands and games of that size and ilk, yeah why Why would just buy it on sale that's, that's my thought on it um, so yeah going over to the rest of this uh, really just one more big announcement that they had Gods and Monsters was announced from the team who made Assassin's Creed Odyssey um, looks very kind of uh, Breath of the Wild ish when it comes to the art style um, it's coming out February next year we don't know much about it because all it was was a CG trailer but um, what I have in my head is just a cartoony, more fantasy-oriented uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And if that's what it ends up being, I'm excited for it.
2: People um, are saying it's a lot like Zelda.
0: Yes, I, I I totally dig that. I love games that are not Zelda that are like Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> if my love for Darksiders is any indication. So um, I'm all for having some more of those come come my way. So, so yeah. Um, so, what do we think about the Ubisoft conference, just in general?
2: I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was really. There weren't a whole lot of uh, reveals, but for the games that are doing really good with, like having updates and having DLC, like I was, I was really. We didn't say really anything about it, but I'm really proud of Siege for continuing yeah. this ten year plan they set up, and we were like, "You're stupid." but they're going on year four now, I think they said, and they're still going strong. I know people who still play it like it, that's a really good game and it's actually on sale right now on Xbox, the deluxe edition for 12 bucks. So like, wow. why the hell not? But um, yeah, like they're, they're, they're doing really, really good. And I'm always, always a Ubisoft fan. So I'm, I'm very proud of what they did.
0: Yeah. I I agree with you. I'm, I'm a big Ubisoft fan as well. they, they're on the right track with everything they're doing. Um, and yeah, I, I'm excited for I'm excited for Watch Dogs. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with it. But overall, their conference is pretty good. Uh, Al, any uh, thoughts on their conference?
1: This was actually the conference I missed.
0: Wow, oh. really?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so I guess there's no opinion on the actual conference. But um, <laughs> it, it seems like... No,
1: the only, the only thing I... All I saw in the chat was everyone freaking out about Bam Bam. So I looked it up. <laughs>
0: Got, got my money's worth yeah <laughs> bam bam was indeed cute the three the three monarchs of e3 is bam bam the dog uh it or god what's her name <laughs> the young lady from ghostwire tokyo and thank keanu, keanu reeves yeah <laughs> there's thank a you.
2: meme with all three of them in
0: it that was so good exactly like that that's just all people would talk about so um yeah you definitely got your money's worth with bam bam um we're going to go ahead. No. Yeah. It's,
1: it's actually. Oh, no, I can't say that for the other one. It'll spoil things. Uh oh. The Four Horsemen of the E3 this year.
0: Oh, yeah, for the Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we'll get to that. I'm actually probably going to. Can we just yeah, jump we're... to Nintendo? We'll jump to Nintendo. We'll do them right after Square. Here's okay. what we'll do. We'll yeah. do Square next, then we'll do Nintendo, then we'll just run through the indie stuff, um, because that okay. is a category on the bingo card. But right before we jump to Square, um, we're going to go through the predictions that we did for Ubisoft. Um, so, only two people got points this time. Uh, so, Graydon, you actually got a point. Uh, you cor- Yeah, you correctly guessed that Watch Dogs 3 was going to be in London, which, in retrospect, Kind of a cheap shot because yep. that got leaked long ago. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, I'm I it to knew
2: that anyway. even if it weren't leaked, I would have known it because at the end of the last one, they talked about it. And I know that Ubisoft like does those kinds yeah. of things. They called yeah. it.
0: Yeah, good call. You, you were right on the money there. Um, but hey, I, I guess we're getting that then. Um, so you got that. But unfortunately, Rayman was nowhere to be seen. So no Rayman uh. returns point for you. Um, Javon actually got two points on here, but he had some really like, you know, easy to guess stuff, uh, for honor DLC and division two DLC will be shown content from both games were shown. So he gets two points for each of those. Um, so yeah, good on him for that. Uh, I didn't get jack shit. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the die. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're both in a doghouse. Um, I had said that watch dogs three will be controversial politically, um no one's talking about the i mean he said brexit on stage and i guess we'll have to wait until the game comes out to see if they really actually have something to say politically but no one was talking about it during e3 so i don't get no points for that and of course beyond good and evil 2 wasn't on stage at all so there's another l for me um and then for you al uh 13 remake info none of that was there none at all and and nothing with nintendo Exactly. I actually thought you might I thought you that was a shoe end for some type of Nintendo collaboration, but no, nah, sadly no. <laughs> Nothing for Nintendo this year, sad to say. Um so yeah, moving on to the Square Enix conference. Um, there's a there's a lot we could talk about on Square Enix, but um, in the interest of time primarily, I don't want to go through every little thing that they announced. The two they main things lot. They had so much. They had a full conference full of a whole bunch of announcements. Um, I think they
2: were my favorite conference. And I really? don't really care much about Square, but I was just, like, really – yeah, it was a real – really well done. Like, there was something for everybody there, and and what we're going to talk about knocked my socks off. Ooh. So
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get there soon. So th- there's two really big, important things that are kind of that sandwich all these other smaller announcements. But just to breeze through some of these smaller things, uh, Life is Strange 2, um, just reminding you that that's coming out. Episode 4 is coming out August 22nd. So just a reminder there, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition, that's on the way as well uh, this winter. Uh, the Last Remnant Remastered, uh coming to you know all the major consoles but specifically uh nintendo switch um and it was actually available that very night of the conference on the e-shop which is fucking i wild. feel
1: I feel like an idiot because of that uh, nothing thing i got burned by
0: oh oh <laughs> yeah i mean we're getting to the things you got burned by that's uh that's kind of sad um but yeah, that I, I thought it was kind of funny with the Last Remnant thing, because I knew halfway through the trailer that it was Last Remnant. And I do not play games like that at all. So I don't know what, what corner of my brain was storing that information for it to come up. Um, so that was weird. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 got a long demonstration, a weirdly long demonstration. But yeah. the game looks great. Um, it, it looks like a fun game for what it is. And that will be coming to PS4 and Switch July 12th. Um, and there's actually going to be a a demo for the game, uh, June 27th on the PlayStation store. So go out and look for that. Um, Dragon Quest 11 Definitive Edition is coming on the way this fall. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, uh, was shown, uh, in the form of, uh, Remind. Uh, I don't know how it's really, it's called Remind, like (laughs) re-colon mind. That's fucking Kingdom Hearts for you. Um. Some more Final Fantasy fourteen content in the form of Shadowbringers. They went ahead and showed that off, and uh, you know, got people hyped. If you are a fan of that MMO, um, Dying Light 2 got another trailer uh, showing off the fact that its main character is voiced by Troy Baker. So <laughs> uh,
2: and named Aiden. Yeah, yeah
0: we another Aiden. <laughs> there's only we. There's only you can only have one Aiden a console generation or else it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, weird yeah like as soon as you say it and i'm like oh, okay so pierce nope it's the other one
2: the one from Bulletstorm. nope oh yeah that's grayson
0: oh yeah Sorry. that's yeah. <laughs> that's your favorite guy <laughs> <This is laughs> close to your name anywho um so yeah dying light 2 continues to look cool but you know no gameplay or anything just a trailer uh romancing saga 3 and saga scarlet grace are games that are coming out soon i have no clue exactly what they are but they look <laughs> japanese as fuck and they're coming to Vita. So that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, why not? Outrider. Yeah? What are you going to say?
2: No, I said, why not come to Vita? Oh, yeah, <laughs> why not
0: indeed. Um, speaking of out of the wall. Nah, I don't have a good segue nope. outriders nope. <laughs> is another game <laughs> coming um developed by people can fly who as we earlier said Bulletstorm. people can fly developed that one as well as gears of war judgment outriders is their new game this was their announcement trailer we don't know much about it since this was just like a, a cinematic trailer but it's going to be a co-op shooter uh drop in drop out with three player co-op Once again, three-player co-op, weird trend of this year's E3. A lot of three-player co-op games. Um, But it seems like there's going to be some supernatural elements and kind of has a little bit of like a space western vibe. So that should be interesting. Um, Oniaki is a game coming uh, August 22nd. Yeah. I don't know why I like that. I mean, I think it looked cool. I just didn't remember much of it. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one had the interesting art style but also looks very just Japanese as fuck and kind of (laughs) top down too. So it kind of reminds me of Tomb Raider guardian of light. Um, So that, that one looks pretty cool that, that one you can, you know, be excited for that one. Um, Final fantasy eight remastered, which according according to a lot of people, that was wild. Like people did not expect that one
2: blew my mind. Yeah. So excited.
0: I think, and I remember hearing from Tim on kind of funny games cast that Final Fantasy 8 is one of the only Final Fantasies to this point that hasn't gotten any type of re-release or remaster or anything. Yep. So, yeah, it's good to see that they're finally, you know, bringing and, this one back
2: And the it's weird cuz 7 VII and 8 are like the two that are like if you like either one, you're on like just different sides of a spectrum. Like <laughs> you either really love 7 or really love 8.
0: Yeah, when you so when you go to vote in America, one. they have a box next to the Democrat and Republican box yeah. that says Final Fantasy eight or seven. seven or eight. Oh boy. So so yeah, I, I know that battle has been long fought, but hey, it seems like both people are gonna be happy since that is coming out. So the big ones well, also they talked about Battalion nineteen forty four, which is getting some new update at and new content, and Circuit Superstars, which is a top-down arcade racer. Kind of looks like MotorStorm RC, um, but it looks pretty cool coming next year to all the major consoles and Switch. Now, here's the big ones. The big ones that Square Enix had, of course, were both Final Fantasy VII Remake and The Avengers. I'm thinking, I'm betting we're going to have more positive to say about Final Fantasy. So let's say that first and then save Avengers for last. so, how do you feel about Final Fantasy VII remake, everybody?
2: I do not like Final Fantasy VII. I <laughs> thought this looked incredible.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, mainly, I mean, everyone else did too.
2: Mainly because I don't like the combat system of seven at all, whatsoever, and this made it like modern and actually compelling. Mm -hmm. and i really want to get my hands on it like i wish that they had just taken that first level released it as a demo and were like here i think they should have done that because it's obviously made um but i just want to like try and test it and see if that's something i'm gonna enjoy because i'm like everything i was hating about this has been completely turned around and i'm really excited for it now
1: yeah i on the the other hand have never played Final Fantasy 7. The only game I think i played is 6.
0: I'm in the same boat. I haven't played 6 either, but I've never played 7.
1: And when it comes to the demonstration, the gameplay demo, I was bored. bored. Really? Yes, I guess it's not for for me.
0: Wow. Wow. I mean, looking at the gameplay, I do agree that the demo that they showed during the press conference did like the boss battle specifically dragged on for a, a little longer than I thought it should or expected it to. Um, but just the production values on display is just just out of this world. (laughs) Like they are really throw wait, that might be a pun. Does that game take place in space or something? I don't know. I've never played it. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, just the production values are just out of this world. It just looks so Square Enix is really throwing their all behind this game. You can tell just by looking at it quickly. Um, i'm interested in it I, i've never played final fantasy 7 and i actually had a twitter thread about this uh it's I, I just don't go for these like anime games quote unquote often i, I just like with the exception of maybe near automata and doki doki literature club if it has like a heavily japanese art style i just don't care about it usually but people talk about final fantasy 7 with such reverence and this game looks like, especially with the combat system, where it looks a lot more action oriented. It looks like if I'm going to play this game, they're they're changing a lot of these things for someone like me to enjoy it. Yeah. So i I could see myself and I could see myself giving it a shot. Um, but I'm just not like super excited about it because I'm I'm much like you, Al. Uh, this just isn't the type of game that is for me. But I, I can't deny that they're doing a lot to try and get. Um so yeah, that should be interesting. Now Well you know, well keep in
1: mind. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy is, according to Life is Strange One, Final Fantasy the series of the end, is one of the most underrated sci fi film anime
0: films of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's about to be I, I remember that reference actually. <laughs> I remember making a joke about the <laughs> play along. Oh my god. Yeah, so everyone shout out the Final Fantasy Evan children. Um but, Which I'll probably to... end
2: up getting like a 4k release or something alongside this
0: <laughs> good god don't 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 dare them they will do it um speaking of things that a lot of people don't like uh avengers <laughs> oh. now i i
1: i I was, I was i was really happy with what i saw
0: yeah i mean uh, it's it's kind of what? what's
1: with all the backlash people <laughs> i usually thought
2: it looked cool too
0: here's the thing what they actually showed in that game in that trailer looked cool like, narratively, it looks kind of cool. Gameplay-wise, there there was literally maybe four to five seconds of gameplay in that trailer. But what gameplay they did show looks kind of cool. Like, the game itself looks pretty cool. The fact that there's so much we don't know about it, that's what scares me. Yeah. Um, Like, the fact that they're talking about this, because you don't talk about... If this game was going to be the Spider-Man open-world single-player game that we all hope it will be, then they would not be on that stage talking about, "Oh, it won't have any mic, it won't have any loot boxes, and all I the future content is going to be free."
2: <laughs> they they say those to get to hook you in,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: then it's not an open-world game, right? Didn't we learn that like behind the scenes?
0: Um, I don't see. I didn't give myself that point because I don't. I didn't hear that <laughs> specifically. Like, I've heard that there's going to be missions you can play in single player or co-op, and it sounds like it's not open world, but I wasn't given – we weren't given enough details to definitively say it wasn't open world, and no one said straight up, it's not open world. Hmm. So that I, I, that's one of my predictions, and I didn't give myself that point because I just didn't get a good enough answer. So, yeah, we, we just don't know. See, that's the thing. I feel like with its coming out party, that is a question we should know without a doubt. Like how do we not know this? Like the fact that I don't know. They keep saying playing co-op with friends or single player. Like this has to be a destiny. Like, like that's my only guess on here.
2: So comicbook.com says it's not an open world game. Rather, it will be split into different smaller areas that will have an open world feel to them, but won't all be connected. So there's like no like hub world. They're just like separate kind of open worlds, which probably just means. It'll be big enough for you to fly around in it as Iron Man or jump around as Hulk, but it's not there's not like side quests everywhere and stuff.
0: you're kidding me, they so they said that, huh? yeah, wow, so guess that gives me a point then. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, well, oh, 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 that gives me a point, and something and else bingo? happened on the bingo card. We got a fucking bingo off of that, y'all, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to wow. have to update the Twitter tomorrow cuz I'm not updating it tonight cuz we're going to end this podcast late. But <laughs> but yeah, awesome. So that's that's great. That that, nice whew, that that's very exciting. Um so and yeah, sad
2: been, at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, and sad. Um <laughs> but yeah, I I that's my main thing. Like a lot of people a lot of people I've seen have just have a problem with the character designs of the Avengers like they, they don't look like the MCU guys but they're so close to be close in everything but the face just turns a lot of people off Um, so I, I don't blame them I mean I even got a little bit of issue like like I've already seen it on the internet but people are saying Captain America looks like a cop <laughs> like they need his face to be a little bit kinder for yeah. for someone who, who's like that um, I think
2: Hunter had said why is Captain America fat <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he is like a little like a little he's thicker doughy. than normal.
2: Yeah, he's like Kevin James, Captain America.
0: Yeah, he's he's like stocky, weirdly. And then some <laughs> people were like, "Is Thor fat Thor?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When they brought out the cat, when they did the whole thing where they brought, it, they cut to like a video of the cast, the the voice cast. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: great voice cast.
1: I had no idea who Jeff Shine was until uh, until today when I looked up. It, he was Javier in Walking Dead New Frontier. Yeah. Wow,
3: really?
0: Jeff Shine. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard of this man.
2: So it is a lot of all-star, a big all-star cast in my yeah. heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ha- Troy Baker, Jeff Shine. He's in Mafia Travis- 3. He's Danny Burke. Yeah. God bless him.
2: And Travis Willingham, that god, the man, the, yeah. book, the legend.
1: Uh, Laura Bailey
0: and Nolan Nolan North. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty much the entire cast of Uncharted, <laughs> for the entire cast of like Sony first party <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, hey, I, I, it's a good cast. Or no, no, mm-hmm.
1: half half of Uncharted, Last of Us, right?
0: And half of infamous Second Son. I was about to say, I oh. was going to say half of crit- some Critical world, some Uncharted. Yeah. Some, uh, what is it, retro replay <laughs> as well. Yeah, man, they got them all in there. So good for them. I'm sure that cast is going to be great. I'm sure I'm sure the game isn't even going to be that bad. But like the gameplay that I've been hearing about that people are seeing behind closed doors, it's like a mix of Anthem and God of War. And that sounds very appealing. But that gameplay is not going to sustain me if it's going to just be another desk. Like, I just don't want a game like this where it's about the characters that I love so much. I don't want it to be some repeatable content game. This, this is not what I'm looking for when it comes to this. So, hopefully, I—I mean, it's too late now. They put a release date on this thing. It's too late for them to, you know, retool it into a single-player game. But hopefully, we'll like what they've, what they come out with anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens on that. Yet to be seen. But I'm just not as—I'm not that positive on it. I'm sure both of you guys said you like what you saw, and I like what I saw too. But the fact that. I don't know so much still concerns me. So, I'm
2: still more excited that I have Ultimate Alliance coming in less than a month.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's so the so I'll
2: stick with that. And Ghost Rider is coming. So that's yeah. all I need. Exactly.
0: So um so yeah, man that one. So so overall, um I know you said that uh Square Enix might be your favorite con your favorite conference in general, great or Yeah. So like uh overall y'all y'all like the conference, I assume? The only
1: thing uh, thing I was happy about was Avengers and Life Strange two. Well, I don't know. i sort of like between. I'm sort of mixed
0: on the, have, the Life Strange two stuff because they were spoiling a lot of a lot of stuff. They spoiled critical stuff. Yeah, a lot. Like they didn't outright like straight up tell you things happened, but you saw a lot of people that don't exist until way later.
2: The Captain Spirit Boy fell out of treehouse.
0: Yeah, I didn't no, know that was even, that. Like- yeah, and they
1: just, I, uh, I, uh, uh, they, I, I don't know how they got. I, I, I need to learn how they edited the way that they how they got away with, uh, Daniel, not Daniel, Sean and Cassidy in the, uh, in the, in the lake.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh?
1: Because, like I talked about, I talked. I Me and Emmett we're talking about how, when I eventually do Life Is Strange two playthrough. Mm-hmm. How we're gonna edit that out? Because there's some, there's some
0: risque there's stuff this... in there. Oh, very, really?
1: Very, very... Yeah, you
0: they can't they kinda have go on there. YouTube. Well, like you, you could put it on YouTube, but like I, mm. I've seen stuff like that on YouTube, but I don't know if that'll fuck up our channel standings.
2: Wow, I, it's a video game, people. <laughs> it's your mind out of the
0: gutter.
1: I mean, yeah, except <laughs> Sean is a minor.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, I see. In, yeah, in the context, it's like I eh, don't know about that it's like that one scene from this. Oh, uh, you know what? Keep talking. I, I gotta look up the movie for this tangent.
2: Oh, th- uh, that that eighth grade movie?
0: Not eighth grade. I've never seen eighth grade. Wait, is there underage nudity in eighth fucking grade?
2: I don't know if it was nudity, but there was like an underage blowjob or something in it.
3: Fuck,
1: <laughs> that's. Talk about getting your mind out of the game.
2: No, it might not have been that. I think it was like an implied (laughs) rape scene.
0: Oh, Lord. That's scary, too. I mean, I. That
2: movie was written by a comedian.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, man, it's always the funny ones that have the darkest minds. Oof. Think about Robin Williams. God bless him.
2: Yeah, or kill themselves.
0: Yeah. uh, The the movie I was going to reference is The Inevitable Defeat of Mr. and Pete, which. Which is a random movie. It's actually a really good movie. Basically, these kids live in the hood, and her mom and his mom is like strung out on drugs. And then one day, she just doesn't come home, and he has to like fend for himself and his friend. As like, slowly, like shit just unravels because there's no parents at home, and like the power bill goes out, and all their food spoils, and then he it's it's, it's a whole lot of shit. Anyway, there's one scene in which like a 13 year old, like this super young kid. I think in the movie he's like 10. But he makes out with Jordan Sparks, who's all, probably in her twenties at this point. Wow, which is very weird. But that's all. I don't know why He's I brought that up. Oh God, sometimes. we're gonna
1: get put on some kind of watch list <laughs> because
0: <of> this. <laughs> I watched this movie a long time ago, and I saw that and I was, like, what the fuck, am I watching? But it's a good movie, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry about it. Um. Anyway, we're gonna keep going on. Uh. Oh God, this movie's rated NC-17. Why did I even bring this up? Holy shit! Whoa! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought this movie was just rated R. Oh, man. This movie Talk might be. Talk about fucking up our I channel. <laughs> well, it's been a good run, guy. All right. now nah. <laughs> Done with nah, that.
1: Just, just, cut, just cut this. Just bit. cut just it. Cut,
0: just cut so, it. yeah. So, now we're just going to run on to the uh, predictions for Square Enix. Um, so, our predictions were Alan, your predictions, one of your predictions did come true. Uh, Life is Strange Episode 4 did get a tease. We did find out the release date for it. So you got one point for that one. But yeah, no Dying Light 2 release date during the conference, sadly. Um, Now, later on, they did confirm a release window, but during the actual conference, they did not bring any of that up. So I was like, eh, canceling that one out. Um, So Avengers... For me, my predictions were uh, Avengers will not be open world and Human Head will be there with a the new game announcement. Human Head was nowhere to be found, but thanks to a last-minute correction from you, Graydon, I did get that point. So you Avengers did. will be open world, or will not be open world. So bingo, bingo. And
1: we got a bingo.
0: Yeah, and that got us a bingo, too. So this whole category is a bingo. Um. So... Continuing on Square Enix stuff, so Javon said that we were gonna get a Final Fantasy sixteen announcement. That did not happen and uh,
1: Yeah, and wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
2: thought that was almost guaranteed.
0: Not I, I it felt likely when he made that prediction, I was like, I could see it happening. But,
2: but they might just be banking on seven remake being like a whole new one.
0: Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like they don't want to saturate the Final Fantasy market quite yet with new games. So let let seven have his day in the sun and yeah. in a couple of years we'll get sixteen. That's my that's my thought. Um but he did get a point with Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, so that's good. Um after that, uh Graydon, you came back with uh you got another point here. Um so unfortunately you did not get the point for no Avengers release date. They boldly yeah. put a May release date on that. I
2: was not expecting that.
0: Yeah, I don't think any of us was. I, I thought that was easily <laughs> Late 2020, early, at earliest, but no, that's that's summer next year. Um, so that's super exciting. Um, but you did get a point for *Dying Light 2*. More info or a demo at the Square Enix press conference. They did give us more info. They did, you know, give us a look at the main character. There was a trailer. Yeah, a so...
2: gameplay trailer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you did get a point for that for saying that *Dying Light 2* was going to give us a little bit more. So I'll give you a point there. And so yeah, that's pretty much all the Square Enix predictions there. Um, I will say, uh, just for the sake of filling out the bingo, so that all those predictions got crossed off. But then uh, over there in the E3 2019 category, where it's just general E3 predictions, one of my predictions were was uh, THQ Nordic would announce a game that will get a surprising amount of buzz and the spongebob squarepants remake got a whole lot of buzz (laughs) for a lot of people that's their game of show (laughs) so uh i went ahead and crossed that off and sadly rebellions next game was not a major ip it was just zombie army 4 so (laughs) yeah yeah, so i take an l on that one so uh going on to the second last segment of this podcast we have been going for a hot minute y'all Cool boy, this is gonna be fun. Um <laughs> so Nintendo is the next one to talk about here. They announced a lot of stuff, a surprising amount of stuff. People some things that people didn't expect. Um, but first off, we'll start with some of the smaller things. So Luigi's Mansion 3 got some gameplay. Um it's coming out on Switch pretty soon. Uh there's now a Gooigi, which looks like a really delicious lime jello in the form of Luigi.
2: He's adorable. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, yes, Luigi himself is adorable, but you put him in goo form, he's just cute enough to eat. Um, (laughs) Weird sentence coming out of my mouth. Um, But yeah, so Luigi's Mansion 3 continues to look cool if you're a fan of Luigi's Mansion. Uh, Dragon Quest 11, Definitive Edition, got a release date for Switch, uh, so it's coming out on September 27th. So, so Dragon Quest fans, be excited. Uh, I don't know what that is. Trials of Mana? Uh, something is coming out in 2020. <laughs> this name is super Japanese and I don't want to fuck it up. So that's coming out. Trials of mana is an HD remake of Sik- Sikid Denetsu 3. Um Oof. So look for that next year, early next year. Um Link's Awakening uh got a lot of new gameplay and it it's actually getting a dungeon maker mode, so all those people were like, ah oh, give me a Zelda maker. That's pretty to- crazy. Yeah, a lot of people didn't expect it. Um, this seems to be nintendo's uh kind of dipping their toes into that type of thing um so we'll see how that looks but link's awakening continues to look like the most adorable thing in the world so that should be fun uh fire emblem three houses uh story trailer was released for that so you know getting some more information on three houses I don't think they I talked wish. about
2: Mm-hmm. I wish Fire Emblem had gameplay that I cared about because that trailer actually looked like a pretty cool story.
0: Yeah, the art style looked pretty neat too.
2: Yeah, but I I cannot for the life of me care about like the tactical gameplay.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I just uh I I I'm good on tactics. I, I play a little bit of XCOM every year and that's about all I have skill <laughs> for. Um so yeah, moving on to the rest of these. Uh they went ahead and reminded everyone, hey, Resident Evil games five and six. Those are coming to Switch as well. We just got Resident Evil Four. Uh Resident Evil Five is a good game. Resident Evil Six. I it's have not played it I I bet it's a good game. <laughs> it's not awful. I, yeah. I, I just I'm just not convinced it's as bad as people say.
2: Yeah, people <laughs> give it a lot of shit and I mean it's it's a it's a weird way because it's got like four different storylines going on at once or something but it's Mm -hmm. i don't i don't hate
0: it exactly yeah so play those if you're if you love resident evil so much that you haven't played five and six (laughs) (laughs) play them on switch um and also one kind of big deal announcement no more heroes 3 was announced for nintendo switch um and this isn't just some side story like uh like what that travis I forgot what the... They they released the No More Heroes game on Switch, but it was like a side story where it was kind of just like an indie game love letter. Um, I forget what it was. No More Heroes Switch. I'm um, going to type that in. But yeah, this is going to be a full game. Oh, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Um, that was the side game, but this one seems to be a full-scale No More Heroes. So be excited for that. It's coming out next year. Um and we'll find out more about that soon, hopefully, past that tease. Uh, Damon X Machina got a release date for September 13th. And that looks um, so good. Yeah, is that the... I forget which one that even looked like. It's a Maybe mech not. thing. Oh, yeah! Well, Machina, I should have kind of figured it out from there. But <laughs> yeah, it, it's coming later this year, too, so that game did look pretty... It looked pretty.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick.
0: Yeah, so that that one should be pretty good once that drops. Um, Panzer Dragoon remake announced for Switch. Uh, If you guys remember Panzer Dragoon from back in the day, the classic rail shooter where you shoot... Or the failed spiritual successor, Crimson Dragoon. Yeah, I thought
2: that was weird because Xbox had that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I guess... Well, actually, I don't know if it's straight up only coming to Switch. Uh, It might... Nah, for, for, according to this article, it's not, it's been announced for Switch, but I don't see any other platforms. So huh. um, maybe we'll see something else about it. I, I'm not sure when it comes out, but I'm sure it has a couple more months. Um, so yeah, in June, ugh, Panzer Dragoon, there's going to be a remake. So be excited for that, if you remember those games from back in the day. Um, a new Contra game came out, or not came out, but is coming to Switch. Um, and it is not at all like the classic contra you remember. No, this, this is like a third.
1: This ain't your grandpa's contra. Exactly,
0: <laughs> it's your grandpa's contra. It's like a third person, like uh, not even third person. This is like top down, uh, like dual stick, sh- dual stick shooter. Uh, it looks wild. It almost reminds me of Dead Nation with the gameplay perspective, it's rocking. A um, lot of crazy colors, a lot of crazy characters that just look completely batshit insane. Um, a little bit of bullet hell stuff in here. It, it just looks wacky. It just looks ridiculous. Um, and I've actually heard Tim from Kind of Funny. He got his hands on it, and it's actually pretty fun. Um, he, he just doesn't know if it's going to be $40 worth of fun, maybe $20 worth of fun. But And, and just the look of it kind of just screams budget um but yeah, hey I think,
2: I think it'll be a smaller game like a 20 dollar well, thing
0: oh no there it, it's 40 to, it's gonna be 40 bucks really how do we yeah. know because uh tim asked them he was like oh, oh this is okay. pretty fun and then when he, when they said 40 he like couldn't hide his surprise <laughs> huh. so yeah i i think this does look like adding a
2: good... to my game fly cue now <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah, this looks like a fun one to just play through for, for cheap, but it's coming at a high price. So I don't know how that's going to fare. But hey, find out September 24th this year. Uh, there's also going to be a Contra anniversary collection. So the original Contra games, you can play uh, 10 of those. Though That actually went on the eShop as soon as it got announced. So you can play that right now on Switch. Um, a new Ultimate Alliance 3 trailer. So a mm-hmm. lot of characters from Marvel's you know past and future. Or future, a lot of characters from Marvel's past are like going to be in the game.
2: Everyone's favorite Miles Morales.
0: Exactly, everybody <laughs> loves Miles. Um, the golden yeah, boy. Yeah, amen to that. Um, gotta love him. Um, so yeah, you can getting also, characters and DLC. Um, the roadmap for DLC. Se- oh
1: yeah. Yeah, the season pass is going to be content from Marvel Knights, X Men, and then Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, this that's going to be. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. And
1: I'm wondering if they're, and I really hope they're doing the Marvel Marvel Knights imprint. Not
0: sure. See, I'm wondering because if that,
1: thing, uh-huh. that 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 stuff was, um, Punisher, Inhumans. So probably do some kind of Inhumans thing. I'm hoping they do basically, or a, hopefully, uh, just hope they do like storylines from that because I know like Daredevil's in the game. who's he's one of the his book was part of the Marvel Knights line.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're going to. It seems like they're doing a lot of fan service when it comes. To oh,
1: that. and and also Black Panther was part of that too. Oh
0: shoot, okay, now you got me. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the the name Marvel Knights, like by itself, I'm just like I'm not exactly sure who's all part of that. But when you start listing people off, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of cool characters in there. So yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a Black Panther fan, so I'm I'm pretty excited for that so yeah all that's gonna be pretty cool that's coming out soon that game comes out what like july
1: yeah july july yeah somewhere i think there. i thought it was like july twenty sixth or something
0: it might be i actually think it might be twenty sixth. oh it's is like 26 it? or 7th oh yeah
2: it's, i can it's wait not that far away i've waited like six what, what, what like since 2009 right <laughs> <I> could, <laughs> Yeah, exactly i could wait
0: yeah, not too much longer to go. Um, a new Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games was shown, uh in which it showed the first footage of never before seen Eggman's nipples. So, if you ever wanted to know how Eggman's nipples look.
2: <laughs> Why are you saying
1: that?
0: Because <laughs> that's what everyone talked about on the internet. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't remember that. Eggman, they had a scene, there was like a swimming competition, and Eggman was. Ready to dive in, shirtless.
2: I'm too tired for this
3: shit.
0: So, like Eggman's nipples is canon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Stop saying that.
0: I'm gonna oh title my... this Eggman's nipples. <laughs> oh boy, E Episode... three
2: E stands for Eggman's
3: nipples.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that would just be too perfect. Um, but yeah, so oh yeah, um, that that's like the main highlight. But yeah, the mini games look okay. <sighs> Gonna- I can
1: just picture it now Lasaro Games podcast episode thirty, e three, everything's Eggman's nipple. <laughs> I, I, I was just trying to try come up with a pun for the th- th- three
0: e's.
2: Everything Eggman. <laughs> um, okay.
0: How about how about eyeing Eggman's elongated nipples? <laughs> no. Oh God. <laughs> i made it worse how did i make it worse um so so olympic games that game's coming out in november so be excited For
2: everything uh, except eggman's
3: <laughs> <nipple>. <laughs> i'm
0: sorry i've done that to your psyches everybody um so yeah uh also in other news sparrow rate night trilogy is coming to switch um everyone be excited it's gonna be a good game <laughs> Weird I'm just thrown off with the nipples thing. Still,
2: Would it be weird if that's where I play it? Because I haven't played it yet.
0: Hey, that's a perfectly but fine place play. I don't play
2: games on my Switch very much. Like I'm playing. Um, I just got fucking. I forget what I just bought. I just bought. Oh, I I got. I pre-ordered uh, my friend Pedro, 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 and I'm like, I I don't like the idea of playing my Switch. <laughs> Like, it just feels so weird. And then I was like, I have to play Ultimate Alliance on this thing. Like, this just feels really weird. But I don't know. Something about playing Spyro on, like, a Nintendo console makes me feel like I should just go for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, like, 3D platformers and really just platformers of all type, people just feel like it feels at home on the Switch since it is the Mario machine. So, hey, I I wouldn't be mad. I I think it makes sense if if you're willing to wait until September 3rd. To pay hmm. full price for it. I'm sure by that point you can find it on sale on the other consoles for... That's uh, true. Yeah, 20, 30 bucks, but... I, I think it'll still be good no matter what, so... I'd rather have
2: trophies so I can get those good flying ones with inverted controls. Hint, hint, hint.
0: Dude, I fucking... I'm still <laughs> mad they haven't uninverted the controls on that thing, man.
2: <laughs> Will they fix it for Switch? <laughs> nah.
0: Probably not. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you, for <Twitch laughs> Bob. Anywho, um... So Cadence of Hyrule, that was announced earlier this year, kind of Crypt of the, ne- Crypt of the Necrodancer uh, crossed with uh, Legend of Zelda. That was announced to be coming out June 13th. So if you're a fan of Crypt of the Necrodancer and you like Zelda, this is the crossover for you, and it is already out now as you're listening to this. So go ahead and hop on that. Alien Isolation is coming to Switch, which yeah. is fucking crazy if you ask me, but... Hey, good for them for getting some more high-profile games on Switch. Um, Witcher Three announced for Switch, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought like Witcher Three Definitive Edition. That. Yeah, the, with all the DLC on the on the cart, no need to download anything.
1: Cyberpunk, oh, thirty-two gigs, baby. Yeah,
0: thirty-two gigs. That's that seems insane, but um, but yeah, but not. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, think about it. Have have either you heard of the how it's gonna run?
0: Uh, no, I haven't.
1: 540 when it, like handheld, oh 720 docked.
0: Yeah, I mean that's probably right there where where they're cutting things back. <laughs> You're playing it barely like just a little bit higher than like the lowest quality YouTube video you can watch. So eh, that it's a little bit iffy, but the fact you can play Witcher Three at all on the go is just super impressive in my opinion. um I think that's going to be worth whatever caveats. Uh, and I'm excited to see, I, I want to see if people like this, because people always say, bring it to the Switch, bring it to the Switch, for every single game out there, and this is one of the ones where I'm like, alright, they did it, let's see if you like it, it's like when they wanted Borderlands 2 on Vita, and that is by far the inferior version of Borderlands 2. <laughs> Y'all love so, it,
2: right? You love yeah. it, right?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I we mean, love it. Vita.
0: Don't play Borderlands 2 on Vita, unless you're not smart. Um <laughs> So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. I'm I'm interested to see how that one is received, um, and that's coming sometime this year. Uh, Astral Chain got gameplay. That's the new Platinum God. Games joint. Um, the game... gameplay looks really cool.
2: <laughs> Robo JoJo.
0: <laughs> Robo JoJo.
2: <laughs> that's what they're calling it. Not... It's I don't know. It looks it looks really freaking cool. I don't like games like that. That's why the Damon X Machina one. Like I. I don't know why I'm into that either because I don't like mechs. I don't like robot stuff, but these games look super cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, well, as, specifically for this one, Platinum is just—they got away with with gameplay, really. Yeah. Like I love the 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 style of Platinum's like combat and their you know dodging counters and all that stuff. I just love that stuff and seeing some similar things to that in Astral Chain. Has me excited. Um, I don't I don't think this is going to be a day one for me because I just don't use my Switch that often in the first place. I did just pick up Hollow Knight for it, but we'll see if I get to it. Um, but yeah, it, Astral Chain looks impressive, and that will be coming out sometime soon. I believe that one is this year. Um, I think they said that when they announced the game. So they also showed a shield, uh, this time with the Pokeball Plus. Um... That's going to be a fun game, of course. That's coming out in a couple more months later this year. Uh, And of course, you got your Pokeball to throw. Now, (laughs) let's talk about the big things that they announced here. So Animal Crossing finally, finally, finally got its announcement. Um, Let me scroll to that section of it. They actually brought it up earlier in this article that I'm scrolling through. And I skipped it so I can build anticipation. But now, yeah, oh, here it is. So, <laughs> Animal Animal Crossing: New Horizons is going to be the new Animal Crossing game. Surprisingly, everyone expected it to be this year. Coming out next year, uh, March 2020, uh, or March 20th, 2020. And um, why? Because Nintendo values its workers and would like them to not just go into crunch mode. Amen. Which is up. So yeah.
1: Can I can I bring up the thing this the tragedy of this whole thing that Nintendo
0: announced? Uh is this related to the stock prices dropping due to this delay?
1: No, it's about uh Rossetti.
0: Oh what? What? no.
1: He lost his job because of the autosave feature. Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
1: And and then someone put on Twitter uh, uh, like a snippet of the Dusty Roads Hard Times promo.
0: <laughs> My god.
1: You're working for nineteen years. Nineteen years, baby. And they just—they give you a watch, kick you in the butt, and say a robot, a computer took your butt- took your job. Poor <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie?
0: I mean, I I'm pretty sure that he has to be somewhere. He, he'll still be—he uh, has to still be in the game, right? Yeah, just in a some, different context,
2: some kind of homage, yeah. To everyone's favorite little
0: gopher. Exactly. I, I'm sure mole. He's gonna be back in there, or Mole. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's a Mole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll still be there. So. Just they'll they'll recontextualize him because it wouldn't make sense in a Nintendo game for someone to get fucking laid off. That's just too depressing for a Nintendo game. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. But the thing that made everyone lose their minds at a sequel to Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild, is now in development. Um no release date, no real mm-hmm. official title either, but they're making a sequel to the game that everyone loved. And everyone lost their shit. It looks a lot darker as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm someone who only played maybe two, three hours of you know uh, Breath of the Wild. I, I actually need to get back to that. That's one that's on my backlog. But yeah, I, I'm excited for people. Um, more Zelda is always good. Everyone likes more Zelda. Um, I was kind of hoping for a Metroid Prime collection on Switch. But yeah. We can all be happy, can we?
2: I um, I could not care less about Breath of the Wild. I was yeah. never interested in it from the start. It didn't look like something up my alley. I never. I still don't want to touch it. <laughs> and, Damn. Yeah, but people are super I, excited.
1: I am in, I am intrigued for this this sequel because it it looks a little bit like uh, Twilight Princess.
0: Oh okay. A lot of people are comparing it to Majoras Mask too, but Twilight applies as well.
1: Be like the otherworldly nature of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I dark undertones and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I agree. It it definitely looks, you know, pretty interesting. Um I once again, I don't have too much to say on it, but uh it, it looks if they do do cuz what the current theory is, it that is that because it's a sequel to the original game, it's going to be about exploring the underworld of the entire map from the original Breath of the Wild, and so it's just going to be everything turned on its head. Everything's going to be darker. There might be a lot more like caves and whatnot, and you know that's that's the current prediction that people are making. Um, there's no nothing confirmed because this game's probably very very far out from being released. But um,
1: I can just imagine a meme. Hey, we're gonna Dark Zelda, actually, and to someone and just in the quotes. Or in the tr- or in parentheses reads note. No. Oh, it actually, looks like we're li- getting a literal. D- l- it's gonna be Zelda in the dark.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Zelda in the dark. It's turned down all the gamma. <laughs> <laughs> God, that'd be funny. But um, but yeah, that's the that's the Nintendo Direct for this year. Um, seems like they they had a good you know variety of stuff. Some interesting things in there. Did y'all have any uh specific thoughts on that?
2: I think Animal Crossing looks really interesting. It's what I had wanted. Um, like I said, I'm really excited for, like, Astral Chain and, um, that other mech one. I don't know, it's just, it's, I, I think they're doing a good job of, like, hey, we have our own stuff. Like, they're, they're finally balancing, it's what Wii U couldn't do, where they're like, yeah, Alien Isolation's an old game, but hey, they're getting it. Like, they're, they're balancing exclusives and third-party stuff. And nobody's really, like, surprised by it. They're just like, yeah, Switch is a good console. Nintendo's doing good.
1: Oh, we forgot about the Fourth Horseman.
0: The Fourth Horseman? What
1: is it? Uh, it the Four Horsemen of E3.
0: Oh! <laughs> where the, the, the Nintendo Direct opened with uh, with actual Bowser acting like he was Doug Bowser for a second.
2: <laughs> Wait, is that it? I was just going to guess that as a
1: joke.
0: Oh, yeah, that was it. No, that's, Bowser no, that's, and a tie. Not, that's not it. Yeah, Bowser in a tie.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's actually
0: is this something else
1: the four horsemen of e3 uh, is or are uh nakam nakam Nakamura mm-hmm. bam, bam. Yeah. bam bam bam, bam two. uh Keanu Keanu Re-
0: Yep, think what the third one if the third one's not Bowser I'm not sure who else it could be
1: and the third is
0: go, for! go for. is that fucking, oh uh... oh banjo Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did I forget Banjo? Holy shit. You're right. Um so they announced a new smash character, Banjo Kazooie is coming to Smash Brothers. They know fall. it's two
2: smash characters. Just nobody yeah, cares about Yeah, and also Dragon. the
0: the hero from Dragon Quest, but yeah. <laughs> the the hero from Dragon Quest, people are just like, "Okay, whatever. Give me Banjo." And sure enough, Banjo Kazooie is the fucking Smash Brothers.
1: I love the way they revealed it though as you see the silhouette of banjo mm-hmm. it was duck just hunt. the dog yeah the duck- it was a dog from duck hunt
0: <laughs> yeah just a big epic troll because they know how much people wanted this so they're just like oh let's fuck with him a little bit <laughs> oh man i love seeing the reactions to that too i saw one dude just like explode out of his chair when that banjo announcement. and
1: banjo slowly descends from the heaven
0: on top of duck hunt dog in a big kind of down pound smash <laughs> uh boy yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it's exciting to see banjo on there, and just you know, kind of reiterates that that Microsoft partnership that they've had, that they've kind of teased in the past, is uh, alive and well. So shout out to them. Good stuff indeed. Um, so yeah, that's the Microsoft or Microsoft. Oh my god. Good <laughs> thing we only have one more segment after this. Um, that's the Nintendo conference, and yeah, a lot of good stuff. Uh, I still want my Metroid, but. Um, we're going to go ahead real quick and do the predictions for the Nintendo conference. So um, we're going to start with you, Graydon. You you correctly predicted, correctly predicted. Yeah, that's a correct sentence. Okay. Um, You said animal crossing switch was going to be shown and sure enough, it was shown, got a release date and everything. So Mm -hmm. you get a point for that one. Um, But you were sadly, way off course thinking that apex legends was coming to switch so yeah yeah crossing that one out for you um i got fucked in the butt pretty hard uh yeah yeah, bayonetta 3 gameplay didn't even show up nope so like didn't get any points for bayonetta 3 virtual console now has gamecube games not they didn't even talk about virtual console not even close yeah man i was so off base which was Utterly gut-wrenching, so no points for me on that one. Uh, but it's OK, because Jayvon's joining me in the Loser's Box. Uh, he expected a Bayonetta 3 trailer and a release window, neither of which happened because, of course, Bayo was nowhere to be seen. And Pokemon Sword and Shield gameplay info, um, he actually got me. I want to say that there was a point for that, because we did get info on like the the giant Pokemon stadiums and everything. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and give him a point for that. I don't think I crossed them off on the bingo card. I did not but, cross that off.
1: Was that the conference or the Treehouse event where they talked about how like certain Pokemon would be able would be incompatible with the with Sword and Shield?
0: See, I I want to say the incompatibility thing. I think that's at the Treehouse. What I was okay. what I'm trying to distinguish is whether or not the actual gameplay details was in the Nintendo Direct or if it was just another tone piece of just showing random things from the game. And I want to say that they showed off like the giant Pokemon. I want to say they showed that off in the Nintendo Direct, which I feel like that affects gameplay. So I'm going to go ahead and give that point to him, even though I didn't give it to him on the bingo card (laughs) because I'm silly. Um, So yeah, I'm going to give him a point for that. That one out. And uh, so yeah, he gets a point for that one. But Al, you get a point as well. Because you correctly, you correctly predicted that uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 was going to get a trailer. And uh, that happened. So go ahead and write you down a point there. Um, but no Metroid Prime collection to my disappointment. So no points for that one. So with that being said, now that we've talked about Nintendo, Square Enix, Microsoft, and Bethesda. Let's go ahead and give a little bit of love to our independent games. Now... I don't think we have too much to talk about here, and because there's so many games that were talked about in both the kind of funny game showcase and the Devolver Digital showcase, um, I, I...
1: not not showcase, Devolver Digital direct. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> the Devolver <laughs> Digital direct. I I will say real quick, I love that Devolver Digital video thing they did this year, the direct. I thought that was just so funny, um, and very self-aware in a way that I enjoy, um. Just just good stuff all around, but um, but yeah, instead of going through and talking about every single game at the kind of funny game showcase at least um the the devolver direct only had a handful of announcements, so I'll go through those real quick, but for the kind of funny game showcase, I'm just gonna highlight a few of the games that I personally thought were cool um I actually did a write up we all did write ups for all of these conferences on e three so we'll be linking that in the description of there. Of the in the description of the podcast. Um, but I just want to talk about, you know, it's just some of those games so we're not here all night because um, we're already past the three-hour mark, which I didn't want to hit, but it's okay. Um, so, yeah, Devolver, uh, they started off with a game called Fall Guys, which, if you haven't heard, is one of my most anticipated games of the entire show. Think, you guys ever seen the show Wipeout? Yeah. Yeah, It think Wipeout, so like a crazy obstacle course where a bunch of people are flying off thing. Think that with 100 players all at once. Um, oh my. And it is crazy. Basically what they said is it's like it's like uh, Wipeout or uh, those crazy like Japanese game show things like The Wall and stuff like that. Those
1: Or Most Extreme Elimination.
0: Yes, Most Extreme Elimination. That was brought up a lot during the interview. Uh, think that with 100 players. So kind of like the Battle Royale vibes. And it's super colorful. All of the all the player, all the player characters look like little jelly beans, and you get to customize them and you unlock cosmetics and stuff. But yeah, they they've thought of a whole bunch of different little uh, hundred player games and races and stuff. Uh, they they're already prototyping stuff like a tug of war mode where you have you know each of the players are trying to tug and see who wins. They have one game where half the players on the map have little raccoon tails, and if you tackle another enemy. If you tackle another enemy, you get their raccoon tail. But um, at the end of the match, whoever has a raccoon tail advances, and if you don't, then you're eliminated. Um, And then, of course, the one that they've been showing off most prominently is the one where it's literally just an obstacle course of... Giant spike balls coming at your face, and then uh, these paddles that are just rotating and pushing you back down, and just all bunch stuff like that. And then you're just trying to all scrum, scrummage, and all get to the crown at the top. Um, It just looks super wacky. It looks super fun. It's a party game. It's a massive It's like a massive online party game, which we don't get too many of. A lot of party games are just like you know, play them on the couch with your friends. This seems like it's going to be one where you can just play it by yourself online, and maybe invite some friends online to play, which I think is an interesting niche for a party game to hit. So, um, I'm excited for it. I, I think this game's going to be great. Uh, but that's like that's only the first game they showed. Uh, they also talked about Devolver Bootleg, which is a eight-in-one ripoff of a lot of classic, well-known Devolver titles. So it's for example instead of Hotline Miami in this collection they have Hotline Milwaukee. <laughs> so it's it's pretty pretty silly. It's really just a gag game probably, but um if you want to go back and experience some of uh devolver's classic games with a new twist, you can go find that on Steam. Um they also showed off a game called Carry On or I think it's Carrion. Carrion. I'm Not exactly sure. Carrion? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I've actually seen footage of this game before the conference. I'm very excited for this one. It's basically reverse survival horror, where instead of playing as a thing running from the monster, you play as the monster. Um, And you're just this weird tentacle blob who just detaches itself through environments, absorbing human beings, killing them brutally. But it's all in pixel art, so it's not that graphic. But just, it's a really weird concept that I just dig. I can't um, tell.
2: Does that have like, is that just like explosion ban where there's like not really a way to fail, or is there something that like can kill that blob?
0: I. It seems like it's it. Its weakness is fire and maybe like some type of acid that I saw one of the humans shoot at it. Okay. Um, it definitely has some weaknesses. Um, Good. So yeah, it, it won't be any, it, it. won't be one of those games with no stakes. So that doesn't seem like something you have to worry about. But um, that should be coming to uh, Steam. And I think it's coming to consoles as well uh, next year. Um, oh, also Fall Guys is next year as well. That should be early 2020. Um, but yeah, going through the announcements, Enter the Gungeon, House of the Gundead, is an arcade machine, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be in arcades early next year, but it's basically *Enter the Gungeon*, um, just adapted to a light gun format, and it looks it looks actually pretty fun. Um, it the, the cabinet's like five thousand dollars, so no one's actually gonna purchase this, but uh, it, it looks. Dave
2: cool. and Buster's might have it.
0: <laughs> exactly, Dave and Buster's will probably have it. Now look to getting a ten for ten combo and going to play that there. <laughs> um, they also they reaffirmed the announcement of the uh, the Messenger DLC, uh, Picnic Panic. That's going to be coming out uh, it, this year sometime for all platforms, Switch, PC, Xbox, PS4. Um, so look forward to that for your Messenger fan. Uh, my Friend is Pedro. They had to reaffirm that that was coming out. Um, it's actually coming out just later this month, 20th yeah. of June. Um, maybe a day or two after you listen to this, that will be out. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that myself. I'll probably pay that on PC. Um, and that's pretty much all the actual announcements and games they had there. Everything else was just a joke. <laughs> just part of the bit they were doing. They were doing this weird like like RoboCop slash Terminator bit at the end. Um it got crazy, but I enjoy the humor of their bits, uh, of their conferences. Um, or in this case of their direct. And yeah, Devolver Digital, they know what's up. Um, is there anything y'all wanted to say about Devolver Digital real quick before we go ahead and recap some of the kind of funny stuff?
1: But I was right, oh
0: <laughs> was right about your predictions, I'm guessing, I think one at least one of them yeah, one of them you did get definitely um, we'll get to that you you definitely actually for this whole indie section, you're the only person that got a prediction right, so <laughs> we'll uh we'll we'll get to that shortly, but yeah, you already got that got that in the bag. um, going to the kind of funny game showcase now, kind of funny game showcase, this is like a more more straightforward presentation. This one felt almost entirely just about the games, and there wasn't too much uh, of a presentation around it. Um, And that's evident by, if you read my write-up, I I write up just about a lot of the games that I found interesting. Um, And I'm just going to highlight just a few of them. Uh, Wave Break was one of them. Uh, It's basically, think Tony Tony Hawk style gameplay, but you're on wakeboards. So it's like water, and you're like surfing in the water to do all your tricks, but it still has that Tony Hawk style of like doing tricks and everything. Also, there's guns, so you can shoot your opponents off of their wakeboards, so that's fun. And it has like this 80s synth wave aesthetic, too. Uh, it's It looks super crazy, but I'm interested in it. Um, one of the more in- interesting games of the show. Uh, Looking for Heels is another game. I actually played this at Momocon, and I talked about it on a previous episode of the Lost Arrow Games podcast. Uh, the one you're listening to. Uh, um, yeah, it, it looks really cool. It's basically Diablo style of Overlord. If you remember, Overlord was the one where you send your minions out to fight for you. Um, it looked really cool. has a really cool 3D on top of 2D pixel art, art style. Um, and it's out on early access right now. So I, I encourage you guys to check it out if you want. Um, but yeah, that game looks super cool. Uh, there's this game called Refractor, which... I don't really exactly know exactly too much of how it's going to play, but how it was pitched is that it's a Metroidvania game with uh, with the mix of Tetris. <laughs> so you play as a Tetris block, and as far as I can tell, your upgrades are just different additions to the block. Um, not sure how that's supposed to work, but just the gimmick alone has me interested. So uh, looking forward to see how that's going to pan out. Uh, ramen. Which is kind of like you know ramen but raw men. Um, it's like this arena shooter where a bunch of barely dressed men walk around with giant buckets of soup and launch them at each other. It's weird. <laughs> it's wild.
1: So, uh-huh. I I actually bought one of the games Ooh. For, for PC. Really? That was that was from the uh, showcase. Uh, One Night End.
0: Yeah, oh okay. I, I don't think I wrote about that one, but yeah. One have night you... stand
1: was the visual novel, right?
0: Oh yes, I have that yeah. one. Yeah, one night stand. Yeah,
1: I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it because like, I I like the the art style of it and everything. Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: Yeah, the art style looks really cool. The art style reminds me of a aya uh, take on me. If you remember that music video. Uh huh. Or... <laughs> wow. What did I say? Aya. Mm-hmm wow uh, yeah (laughs) it it reminds me
1: of
0: of andre 3000 um yeah it reminds me of the take on me video so i was like oh that's pretty cool and it seems like they're tackling similar subject matter as life is strange so uh yeah that that one's gonna be pretty cool
2: my friend Um, fell in love with that song through saints row three and saints row two right and Mm -hmm. he used to call it aha take me on (laughs) <laughs> like oh my god constantly and he'd just bring it up like it was called take me on and i'd be like it it's not called the hot take me on
0: <laughs> oh my god that's a that's a problem um, <laughs> well hey good good for him i guess um going on skipping through some other games uh etherborn looks like basically 3d Monument Valley which looks really cool. It's playing with perspective. I thought it looked
2: like Echochrome. Remember that game?
0: Oh, yeah. Echochrome is probably an even better uh, approximation of it. Um, I was thinking more of just like the vibrant colors and everything. Remind me a lot of Monument Valley. Um, But even the minimalist player character, that's Echochrome to a T. So yeah, you're right about that. Um, Skatebird. Which is uh, similar. Yeah, uh, I added
1: I added this game to my yeah, Steam wish list.
0: Exactly. That game just looks awesome. There's, There's actually a an demo. alpha demo. Yeah. yeah. If you go to their Kickstarter, I, I'm not sure if their Kickstarter is still going. I'm pretty sure it still had a couple more days when I checked it. But on their Kickstarter, they have a alpha demo that you can just play and just run around their your own miniature skate park as a bird. There's actually a squawk button, and you get points for squawking, and it'll keep your combo alive. So... Yeah, it's literally just Tony Hawk as a bird, <laughs> and it's just as cool as, as it sounds, so I would check that out. That one's a big highlight of the show. A lot of people I saw that one. I haven't it played
2: out. it yet, but it seems strangely in-depth for being a bird on a skateboard. Yeah.
0: I mean, gameplay-wise, when I tried it, it is very much so... It's, it's as in-depth as a Tony Hawk game was. Yeah. But... um. Just slightly differently, as far as like just pushing to go forward, is a little bit more like Skate rather than Tony Hawk. Um, and just you know, some things here or there that are interesting. Um, skipping some more games here, uh, Police Stories is another one that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, it looked like Hotline Miami, but mm-hmm. as police officers. That um, awesome, yeah. And the big thing that caught me by surprise was the fact that it's encouraged to not shoot first in this game which I think is just fantastic. It teaches a lesson. <laughs> exactly. It, it's it's like, here's how cops are supposed to be rather than how they are, um, which I, I think is really neat. So I, I'm interested to play that one, um, if only just to see how they pull off that game and still make it fun. Um, skipping another one here. Uh, Super Limnal, which was a big standout from the show. Um, basically, this is the game where first person, kind of like... Uh, What's that game? I think Stanley Parable. Thank you, Stanley Parable. It it seems (laughs) like it has that art style from Stanley Parable a little bit, where it's very minimalistic. um, But the whole hook is using perspective to make items bigger or smaller. So let's say there's a giant, you know, there's a giant house in front of you. Back up from that house to where it's a really small speck on the screen. Grab it, and then as soon as you grab it, it is that size from when you grabbed it. So you can walk back, and then it'll just be a tiny house, the size of like your hand. Oh, I didn't know
2: um, that's what it was all about.
0: Oh yeah, that that's exactly what it's all about. Um, that's cool. I, I highly look. I highly recommend looking up the trailer for it because it's a very trippy trailer. There's actually one scene in the trailer where they're watching the same E3 gameplay trailer in the trailer, so it's very. It's it's a head breaker, um, so I encourage everybody to go check that one out. Um, that one's a standout, and yeah, there's some other games that I wrote about. Once again, this will be linked down there, but those are the ones that stuck out most to me. Um, and there were a lot of cool games at the kind of funny game showcase. So, um, without further ado, since I don't want us to get into the two into the what four hour mark, Jesus Christ, God forbid. Um, we're going to go ahead and, and unless y'all have anything y'all wanted to talk about from the kind of funny vids showcase, I want to, I want to mention
2: that. just two and then I'll, and then I'll hop. But, oh, yeah. um, I had talked about them in my PAX article I wrote
3: and oh, yeah, they yeah. actually
2: ended up in this showcase. And I was super happy that people are going to know about them. Um, but one of them was now I'm wondering if this was the PC. What was sinking city showed in this?
0: Thinking City was shown, yes.
2: Okay. Alright. That one is I actually think I talked about it here on the podcast with you guys. I, I it's think like you did. a Yeah, it's like a Sherlock Holmes um HP Lovecraft kinda game. It's like mm-hmm. crazy. And then Starstruck, which I also might have talked about. Um, which is like a rhythm game, like a claymation looking rhythm game. Both of those were shown in the showcase, and I was like, oh, I know these ones. Like, And I I can attest to them being awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was happy they were there.
0: Yeah, it's really cool to see games that you've played on show floors get the big stage like that. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. Very cool. Um, So, yeah, let's switch over real quick to the predictions. So, not too much to talk about predictions wise the one person who got one right was al uh you correctly predicted that my name is pedro was going to be at the devolver
1: my friend pedro
0: no i thought it was my oh wow i typed my name is pedro it is my friend pedro wow i I must have been high when i was typing this too okay (laughs) (laughs) well nonetheless you got the point so fair and square i'll put it there um so yeah you got that one there um
1: Hashtag don't fall over Pedro.
0: Exactly. Hashtag Don't fall.
1: Hashtag Napoleon Dynamite
0: 2. Wow, good God. It'd be so long if they actually did that. Um But yeah, but hey, speaking of things that will probably never happen, we will not get points for the indie section because um you you Alan, you didn't get the point for bloodstained at uh kind of funny game showcase, but you already got your point, so who cares? It's the rest of us that are suffering. Um for my prediction, Stage Nordic was not there. There were no announcements at the kind of funny game showcase. And less than five Kickstarter games at the kind of funny game showcase. Um there were exactly five. <laughs> so I was this close, but not quite. Um and then Graydon for you, Hotline Miami three at the Devo- <laughs> Um Hotline Milwaukee, not quite hotline Miami three. Sorry. Yeah,
2: Shannon. no, it was not.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then Rocksteady, <laughs> kind of funny game yeah. Showcase. I mean, that one got shut down before it even started. Sadly. I really so, thought that could be there, but whatever. Yeah, sad to say, but eh, not quite. Maybe next year. <laughs> um, So yeah, that's all the points we got for that. And so just to do uh the final wrap-up, just so we can get all these predictions written down, Uh, Cyberpunk release window and Dead Island 2 re-revealed. Graydon, that was a general E3 prediction from you. Yeah. Um, and of course, we did get not just a Cyberpunk release window, we got a release date. date. Exactly. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a point for that one. Um, and so, yeah, excellent. Um, now, the only other prediction we have, Alan, uh, on the bingo card, I put your prediction down at the bottom as kind of like a, I don't know, a, something to put in the legend, because I wanted us to have a free space. Um, but I will go ahead and include yours for the sake of breaking this tie that I have going here. Um your prediction was uh WWE 2020 would be announced and Bethesda will announce a random game. Um now of course Bethesda did end up announcing a random game, two random games in fact. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a point for that for Def Loop for Def Loop slash uh Ghostwire Tokyo. So you get a point for that one. Uh WWE 2020 I didn't. Did it get announced? <laughs> I didn't see it anywhere.
1: Actually, I thought I saw a something on the WWE, on the 2K Instagram, like a story, and I thought it was gonna be that. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> it was just some bullshit.
0: Yeah, that is uh That is how the cookie crumbles. And yeah, I don't see any official trailers. Just a bunch of fan stuff. So, yeah, sadly, did not get that one announced at E3. So reading the tally i'm gonna go down so here's the thing we had a tie (laughs) we have one tie that still exists but then that tie has been broken now um so i'm gonna go ahead and read from least points to most points this list of winners and losers here now that we've gone through everything so i'm actually at the bottom of the pile (laughs) (laughs) i only got four predictions correct. Graydon, you are tied with Javon. Um, Both of you got five predictions correct. Um, So good on y'all for that. Now, Al, you are the winner of this thing. You got six predictions correct. So congrats.
1: I know how I did it by playing it safe. Yeah, you played it pretty
0: (laughs) safe. You you said a lot of stuff that was like, of course that's happening. Why wouldn't it happen? Um, So good on you. Um, So I don't know. I, I don't know how I'm gonna I I mean congrats. Happy birthday. I don't know what to tell you.
1: <laughs> I'll I lost all my PlayStation All Star all Star Roster shit on Seth so far. Exactly. I'm just happy to win something. Exactly. Yeah,
0: you won you won one that was a pretty pretty hard fought battle too, so I will give you that one. How about this? Do you have Star Wars the Old Republic on Steam? Of
1: course. That game's not available on Steam.
0: Fuck. What's the other one? Old the the, the, the Bioware one,
1: Knights Two. No, I have all the Star Wars games on. So oh, okay,
0: <laughs> cancel that then, because I had a spare code for it, and I was like, eh, <laughs> have that be something.
1: Get. How about you give it instead of giving it to me, give it to to a lucky fan.
0: Ooh, good call. How about that? We'll give mm-hmm. away a code for Star Wars: The Old Republic. I'm pretty sure that.
1: Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. Um, God damn it. Don't asleep don't people.
0: <laughs> good call. Good call. We're going to give away a code for Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, we'll probably do it on Twitter. Um, and here, we'll go ahead. For the sake of uh for the sake of grade insanity <laughs> and his <laughs> sleep schedule, we're gonna go ahead and say goodbye to you because we do it is getting late. Or it's almost 2 a.m. now. So we need to let you get out here. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show, but we're gonna go ahead and say goodbye to you so you can get a little bit of shut out here
2: oh me oh thanks
0: yeah man you're fine i i i knew i I I feel
2: so bad like dipping on you but
0: i mean we're literally gonna be recording maybe five more minutes just so we can get the housekeeping stuff out of the way so okay
1: well to kick off your
2: housekeeping go read my ubisoft uh thing that i wrote and
1: uh but actually i can or by the time this this is out by the time this podcast comes out app recap for may will be up will be out oh yeah oh
2: and our review yeah mlb
1: that yeah that came out uh, i think
2: last week nice and i've got a couple things coming down the pipeline too i'm doing a that music of e3 thing i've got um a favorites of e3 list
1: coming out like i'm still doing some some wrap up on e3 because i had a lot of fun Uh, with it on tuesday the first part in my 11 part series of remembering g4 comes out
3: Good stuff.
1: Where I talk, and I'm talking, I'm starting it off with Arena.
0: Mm, oh my god, I miss, I miss Arena. Holy shit. <laughs> Kevin Pereira with his jean jackets. Oh, God bless him.
1: <laughs> oh, I go. I went to the whole thing, the whole beef with and Travis Oates and Jim Downs. Mm, wow. And and the tragedy of Jim Downs passing away like a few, like two or three years ago.
0: Mm, yeah that stuff but hey but yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a good feature so be on the lookout for that um as i said like like graden said with his ubisoft thing i i feel weird that i announced that you were leaving because now we're so close to the end you're probably just gonna say
2: <laughs> i i can just i can chill out okay. i be here
0: <laughs> okay well we're wrapping up now so um <laughs> But anyway, like you said, um, your Ubisoft thing is online as well as write-ups for pretty much all of the major uh, E3 conferences. Uh, we have a write-up for Bethesda. We have a write-up for uh, Ubisoft, Microsoft. I, I want to say, do we have Nintendo? I know I did. Nope. Oh, oh, okay. Nintendo's the one we don't have. We- <laughs> I mean, that that's just for the sake of. You know the people, our writers, weren't super duper interested in it, so that's just how the cookie crumbles. Don't know what. But
2: tell you. everybody took place in those, which and took part yeah. in those, which was pretty cool. Like we got everybody involved.
0: Yeah, I'm. I love it when we all hop on. You know, hop on something like this is is super exciting. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's unity, togetherness. So, uh,
1: <laughs> and of and of all things, that's leading the charge. Golf Blitz, beta Impressions.
0: <laughs> yeah. still going strong.
1: <laughs> you know, I was oh, on the, Still going strong. 20, 23 views. I
2: was on the iTunes store today, and there's one of those weird-ass iTunes articles that nobody freaking reads in uh, the app, app store. Sorry. And it was like, how to improve your Golf Blitz game. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Go read the <laughs> review.
0: Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So, um... So, yeah, as I said, you're going to see the uh, our write-ups for the EA Play, uh, or just Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, basically. Uh, write-ups on Microsoft, Bethesda, Devolver, Square Enix, Kind of Funny Game Showcase, and Ubisoft. You're going to see write-ups for all of those linked in the description down below, um, as well as... Uh, I think app recap should be up at a time Uh, you you're listening to this so I might have a link for that as well and um, all the other stuff that we have
1: the next the other two things that should be going up this week at some point the round table part one of our favorite E3 moments
0: yeah oh yeah I think that actually one of those round tables is up yeah glories of E3 pass that round table is up uh, favorite E3 moments is going to be up as well soon, and
2: those have been a ton of fun. I love our roundtable stuff.
0: Yeah, I think that. And
1: great. then,
0: yeah, good collaboration. Uh,
1: then it's oh no, it's already been, it's already been uh, scheduled. Uh, backlog to the front, weeks twenty three and twenty four.
0: Yes, that one's on the way too. Yeah, uh, Josh has been plugging away at his backlog more, and he has some more impressions to share on some games. So that should be some good stuff as well. Um, he goes. He goes super old school. Yes, he 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 goes impressively old school. I'm impressed that he's uh he has a well, I don't want to say has the patience for games like that cuz I'm sure he was he existed in that era. So I don't even want to talk shit. Um but hey, uh, that should be interesting to read. Also, uh, PlayStation All-Stars Ultimate Roster Showdown is coming back now that E3 is over and we don't have anything to overshadow it that much. We are coming back with PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. And this week will be a guest writer, someone who isn't part of the you know regular crew in Los Arrow games. So be on the lookout yeah. for that. You'll, you'll be seeing that soon, uh, probably right after I'm done recording this. Monday, I'll have that up most likely. Um, and yeah, that is pretty much everything I can think of. Of course, YouTube channel still going strong. That will be linked down there. Uh, follow us on Twitter for updates on everything. Like us on Facebook for updates on that stuff as well. And yeah, I can't think of anything else to tell you guys. I think that's it. <laughs> so hopefully you enjoyed this three-hour monstrosity of a show. Uh, um, three and a
2: half hours.
0: Jesus Christ, you're right. Three and a half hours. <laughs> Oh, boy. Hey, um, people
2: do that sometimes. Don't, like, giant bomb or whatever they go. They do, oh, yeah. like, extra
0: long ones. Their game of the year talks are, like, four and a half hours long. So, like... Yeah. I, a piece. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a piece. You're right. Per day. So, yeah, it's not... I, I can't throw too many stones, but um, we won't have too many three-hour-long podcasts. I don't want it to become too regular of a thing, you know? But Just the ones I mean, that I'm on. <laughs> well, you're a good talker. That's what that means. Um, but yeah, the last two weeks have just been packed with a lot of stuff to talk about. So we had to make sure we talked about them. Um So yeah, without further ado, this has been Emmett Watkins Jr. I've been joined today by Alan Muir. Man, am I tired? Yeah, I feel ya. <laughs> and also...
1: This yeah, this is worse than the time that I fell into the Nest of Gundarks. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. You know what? I, I'll be I'll be straight up. I, I think I'm so close in Gears of War, I'm probably just gonna beat it right after i hang up.
3: <laughs> oh my god. Because <laughs>
0: 'Cause I'm that close. I think I can finish it in less than an, half an hour, so we'll see. Um and also I've been joined here today by Graydon Webb.
2: Hi, I've I've been asleep for the last half hour. <laughs> no, Way I to actually, out yourself. <laughs> I've I've stayed up. I've been up. I did real good. But th- yeah, thank thanks thanks for sticking with us and and thank you for having me as always. It's yeah. a great wonderful time.
3: Yeah, thank you.
2: For oh my God, I've
1: been up. With I've been up for nearly eighteen hours straight. <laughs> oh
0: you know what? I woke up at eight in the morning today. I'm 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 not at eighteen hours. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I'm I'm past eighteen hours yeah i feel you uh so anyway we're gonna go to hell to bed um so we're gonna send you off thank you thank both of my hosts here today for sticking with me i know it's been a long <laughs> one and started kind of late because work sucks but we're we're finally at the end of it so uh for all you listening thank you guys for listening and of course as always keep it real keep it trill. adios Losero Podcast Network